What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Nerd Rage Radio. Uh, I got Derek B with me today, and we were just talking about like how many primes we own. This, this uh, spawns from a post in Sanjay's group. Shout out to Sanjay of how many Optimus primes does does one have? And he had you said fifty two. Fifty two. I was like, who has fifty two primes? And then everybody else was um, chiming in on it. Yeah. And then they were like, and then one guy was like, I'm almost in triple digits. See that, that's like, so, like, but but I get it. So so I was going through mine right in my head, and uh, it's easy. I have a G one. No, I have seven. I have a G one Optimus Prime mm-hmm. in box. Uh, that's a re release. There's nothing special about yeah. it. And then I have my G one Optimus Prime from my childhood mm-hmm. too. Then I have Magic Square Masterpiece Scale, the first one Optimus Prime, the the beefy one. That's my Prime that I currently have on my shelf. Mm-hmm. And then I have the Flame Toys model kit that Sean Diesel painted. That's four. Mm-hmm. Then I have a Hot Toys Optimus Prime. Yeah. That's five. Mm-hmm. And then I have some other Optimus Prime up there that's in truck mode that I don't even know what it is. But it's up there with the Optimus Prime from Hot Toys in the same shelf. And I'm not 100% sure on what it is. And then I have the G Creations IDW Optimus Prime. Yeah. And that's it. Eight. I have eight. Hold on. Eight. I have an Optimus Prime. It's a black version of Optimus Prime that turns into a pen. It transforms into a writing <laughs> pen that Robert got me. Oh, okay. So All I have right. eight Optimus Primes. Okay. All right. But I, I, I get how it happens. So like in my head, like while Optimus Prime may not have a whole ton here, um, like, what if I were to do Batman, right? So, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 on pre-order. Upstairs, I have 16, uh, 17, and then I have all my black and white ones up there. So, I probably have 20-some Batmans, mm-hmm. 19. You know, it's just, uh, I don't know why Optimus Prime is, is I don't have, I think with, um, and I got two Batman out there. No, you do know why. Because I, well, first of all, Optimus Prime is the main is the mainline character. Right. That's the that's the you know that's the market flagship, character, the flagship character. Yep. So every every genre of Transformers, there's going to be an Optimus Prime. Correct. So when it comes to you, it comes to a matter of your preference of what type <clears throat> of prime, what right, what any of, any of those lines that do Optimus Prime, right, which is your preference. So Hasbro, of course, got like a gang load Correct. of you know Every year. variations of Optimus Prime, whether right. it be Optimus Prime, Optimus Primal, because right. they count those in that number too. Okay, um, they've been counting those in the number. I got none of them. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I have a couple Rodimus Primes. Yes, so those got counted. That don't count okay. though. Okay, yeah, okay, no, because no, Rodimus is a whole other other category. Well, yeah, okay. So it's it, Primal, it is, but okay, and and, and you know. Think about it. It does deserve its own. Rodimus deserves his own cat. I agree, but I would, I would argue Optimus Primal does too. Yeah, yeah, but okay. they're they're including Optimus Primal. Yeah, I, no, because he's a he's he's a well. They count him because he is a derivative of Optimus Prime. But he's not Optimus right, Prime, right? You know what I mean? It's just like no, I get Megatron it. is Megatron, but the Beast Wars Megatron is not Megatron, although he has the same name, correct? Megatron, correct? So you include him in that line, you include him in that number. Based, we're on getting geeky fact. today, boy, dude. <laughs> oh, you know we can do this all day, but um, but 
I was like, 52 Optimus Prime? I was like, who has 52 Optimus? And then, uh, like I said, another dude, uh, Trevor. He, I don't know if you know Trevor. Um, he said he's in, he's probably in triple digits. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just wonder, when I ask myself, I think it's because when I view Transformers, I think, <clears throat> for me, the 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 whole is always the goal. I don't know why. I don't know why, like, you know, take any of these characters here, right? Batman, Harley, Wonder Woman, Superman, mm-hmm. Gambit, Rogue, Spider-Man, etc. I'm like, yeah, give me multiple versions. Give me all the different poses, all the different options. Like, you know, but when it comes to Transformers, I'm like, nah, this, this one's probably good enough. Yeah. I think because with Transformers, for whatever reason, I'm just like, I'm focused on the lot, not okay. not the soul characters. Okay. With, with the exception of the Stunicons, but even that is kind of like... Like, I mean, some like I have like the magic square ones, like uh, that Joel gifted me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would never, I would never have bought those. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And and I have like, uh, I'm regretting buying two sets of those fan toys now. They're going to be an extra fucking $500. But, um, you know. I don't regret it because it, it, you know, it takes me out of the latex category. So, cause you know, when it comes to wanting to get the ones that originally came out and they don't re, re, reissue them mm-hmm. and you gotta you know get them from somewhere else or get them from somebody else and, right and because they're a valuable product you're gonna pay a little extra for it than the original price and it depends on who you're dealing with so yeah i just don't know if i needed i think when when you know when they were coming out i was like okay i'm good with spending six to seven hundred dollars for a set of sonicons times two mm. but now that it's like two thousand dollars for two sets i'm like mm, yeah i don't feel as good about this so i just bought the uh dx9 set because show z just mm. popped it back yeah up. yeah for the whole set or something right yeah, yeah for the whole set and i was like oh let me go get that yeah they're and good I jumped on that one yeah. I, ain't, I ain't wait i was like you know because i was telling you earlier about how i missed out on um that um heat boys michelangelo yeah that they they sent me the notification and everything it was like yo we got it yeah it they're a good cool. set and i slept on it a couple of hours later Boom, they were gone. I bought a $60 snarf. Oh, yeah. The uh, Super 7 one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what'd you think of it? It's worth about 15 <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at it. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Somebody yep. else had posted up something about that snarf. But, you know, we've been talking about that snarf for months because it's, you know, it's snarf. You shouldn't be paying. <clears throat> Agreed. He should have yeah. come with Lino or they should have sold him with the exactly. two kids together for 100 bucks. They did Mumra and Mama. Right. Right. Why didn't they do Lion O and Snark that way? <clears throat> I it, agree. That should have been the that should have been the thing. But because you know why, right? Why? Because money. Well, <laughs> of course. Well, it's always money. There's that part. The that is always gonna be money. But Snarf is a main character. Mm-hmm. Mama came later. He mm-hmm. wasn't considered a main character. And it's like, you know, yeah. no one's talking about Mama. They'll talk about yeah, Snarf right, right. all day long. So but yeah. 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 Two more the main character, so you got to get you got to pay that main character price. Main character price. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the listeners, let me catch everybody up real quick. Originally, we had a very special show planned with a full room. Um, uh, me, Joe, uh, Brian, and Derek, and we were going to do a Godzilla deep dive because Brian's a bit of an expert, subject matter expert. Um, but all of that, like, uh, what do they say? God laughs at the best made plans. Um, mm-hmm. and Andre said, uh, you can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't predict the weather. <laughs> um, 
you know, uh, it all fell apart. Joe got called into work. Chris is on assignment, and uh, Brian couldn't make it. So now it's just Derek and I holding down the fort. And luckily, you were coming up because otherwise, I'd have been shit out of luck. I didn't know what I was going to do. Oh, so okay. I appreciate you coming. Oh, anytime, man. Um, <clears throat> so I have a bunch that I'm going to talk to you about because we had the opportunity to. Um, but first, how was your nerd week? Uh, my nerd week has been great. And first of all, let me say, what's up, everybody? I got to get is. that in. Trademark. Um, so. Um, that way they'll believe it was me on the show. So yeah. <laughs> so um my nerd week's been great. Um so uh we're wrapping up Last of Us because we just uh we just started getting into that last Oh yeah, that's on, good. Uh, yeah, it was good. Oh, it's really good. We're on episode five, I believe. And um because we're getting ready, you know, they just they renewed they um, gave the green light for season two. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. Nice. So I'm gonna um we're getting ready for that. Uh, watched Echo the other day that just released. Oh, the Marvel uh, show. How yeah. is it? It was pretty good. Um, to me, it was pretty good. Yeah, um, I haven't. Um, I didn't watch. What's the last show? I didn't watch Loki. Loki. I didn't. I didn't. I, didn't, I, I wasn't. I didn't really care for Loki. You know. I didn't watch honest, the but, Marvels, the uh, movie. Yeah, I didn't watch Miss Marvel talk, the I think show. We about the last time I was on. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep track of all the things I haven't watched. I okay, just, I didn't right. watch Miss Marvel the yeah. show. Uh huh. Is there another show that has come out besides before Loki? Uh, what if? I didn't watch that. What if? Is there another one that came out? Uh, I'm trying to find what the last one I watched. I watched the uh, Hawkeye one, the girl, yeah, female yeah. Hawk, kid Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah, I watched Hawkeye that one. Series. Yep, because you got to watch that one before you watch Echo. Okay, I watched that one. Yeah. Um, and then I think that might have been the last one I watched. Okay. All right. So, yeah, Echo is the newest one that came out last Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Wednesday or Tuesday. But they dropped all the episodes, so you don't have to wait. Yeah. It was uh, five, six episodes. I watched one episode of Secret Invasion. That was the last show I watched. Oh, God be with you. Yeah. Because that was... Yeah, but I backed out. I was like, eh. I watched it twice because I was trying. I watched it the first time because it was episodic. It was weekly. Right. It was a weekly episodic show. And then I watched them all together. I was just like... They could have did this better. Mm -hmm. They could have did this way better, but you know, here we are. Um, we talked about the last time how you know my favorite series that they did was Falcon and the Winter Soldier because mm -hmm. it just hit. It just hit all kinds of points for me. Yeah, that was one of that was definitely one of the better ones. I think that's probably my favorite of the Disney Plus shows. Yes. I think the best show they've done is still Punisher. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, that was that now, season one. And of then Punisher. we talked about that too because. I actually separated uh, Netflix and, and the Netflix yeah, rightfully shows so, from rightfully so. Disney rightfully because so. they were made by they were made <clears throat> under the under the auspices of Netflix, right? Where there was like no holes barred. They didn't do. They didn't have any type of restrictions. But also, I mean, Jeff Loeb wrote a lot of that, you know. Yeah. And and Jeff Loeb is he knows his way around a comic mm -hmm. book, you know. Yes, like like uh, so, I think that's why some of that stuff. I think that overall, and I have issues with the Netflix shows too. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, but no, I really, <laughs> but, but I think that Daredevil season one, Daredevil season two, Punisher season one, Punisher season two, in the first half of Luke Cage, as well as mm -hmm. Jessica Jones season one. Yes. I think that those shows are all infinitely better than everything on Disney Plus. Yes, to include absolutely everything. <laughs> I one thousand percent agree. Okay, um, it's um, it's funny because you didn't mention um, you said Luke Cage the first, first half. half. Yeah. yeah, the second half. Yeah, it's I goofy. Wasn't really... The Copperhead story was great. Yes, the Diamondback story was weak. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, and Bush. Um, uh, no, he was. Uh, it was Bushmaster, wasn't it? On season, season in season two? two, yeah, yeah, Bushmaster. Yeah. Season, I like the dude. I, they used to call me, I like they the used to call me that in the early nineties. 
What? The Bushmaster. Really? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> when I was getting loose in these streets. No bull, but that's a flex. But uh, <laughs> so um I like the dude that played uh Bushmaster. He's an outstanding actor. And um I like what he did in there, but I think they limited that they limited that dude in <clears throat> that dude's character. The Bushmaster, the Bushmaster character itself, mm-hmm. you know, was a was a you know it was a deep dude. If you watch, if you read anything about the Serpent Society, mm-hmm. and you know was you know reading through you know that throughout the years, you'll know that Bushmaster was a freaking beast. But uh, well, of one of those characters, but um, and that's why, and that's the other thing I was wondering. I was wondering if they were gonna, um, um, they were just. There was some allude to bringing in, the, introducing the Serpent Society the way that they were doing. Yeah. So, you know, I was wondering if they were going to do that, but I don't, I mean, it, of course they, you know, strayed away from that because that whole, the whole idea of Netflix doing the show and, you know, Disney doing the show is so much different. Yeah. Agreed. But, um, but yeah. I would love to see Marvel take a more street direction. Like just, mm-hmm. it would be such a weird turn because everybody expects it to just keep ratcheting it up and ratcheting right. it up and ratcheting it up, you know, like big cosmic, you know, the quantum and, you know, fast, you know, space and, yeah. and all that universes. And like, if they just took a complete left turn and said, nope, we're right here in hell's kitchen. Yeah. We're here in hell's kitchen for the next five years. You'll never see it. That shit would have been as, great. As long as they're catering, catering to be a kid friendly type of uh, company. Yeah. You'll never see it. Yeah. But they don't understand kids. I would have loved fucking daredevil when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what else? What else are you partook in? Um, so um, let's see. I had a I had a list of things to talk about. Oh, um, you know, I'm on, oh, because the droid doesn't have a note app. That's why I forgot. <laughs> last time. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Are we still talking about that? <laughs> you still hating on droids? Always. Oh, okay. Um, well, um, let's see. There was something else. Okay, so as far as shows, that's Anything. pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I'm, that's, that's literally all I've been watching since I was last here. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as, you know, stuff that I got, you know, it's like, um, well, you're always getting something. I, you know, I, I try to, I'm, I'm trying to do new things now. Uh-huh. I'm trying to expand I like that. my I love horizon. That for you. I love that for you. Yeah, you know, and it feels great. I'm trying yeah. to expand my horizon past Transformers. Yes. Because it's, it's like, man, I've been, I've been a fan of mm-hmm. a lot of things when I was coming up. Right. Know? And, you know, we're, we're, we're 70s babies. So it's like um, Super Friends. Um, everything that we grew up with, like, uh, and then when the 80s um, hit, there was Transformers, G.I. Joe. Look, oh, man. G.I. Joe classifies rabbit hole. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good line. Dude, I, I'm like, I, I started out with it, but I was like, I'm not really into, I'm not really into G.I. Joe like I mm-hmm. Transformers. I have limited myself um, based on Transformers because I, I created this rule for myself because, you know, with Transformers, there's no, there's no, oh, you're going to get just the, you know, the main characters and then that's all you're going to get. Right. You're going to end up going, you're going to end up wanting the entire season one cast and you want to want the season two cast and season three. You want to you want the uh, season four headmasters, target masters when they yeah. all come out, you're going to want those. So your collection is going to be big, especially when you want to display it. So what you're going to do is you have to get yourself 
a discipline where you're saying, okay, where do I want to take this? Where, okay. Cause space is yeah. also, <clears throat> yeah, it should be a factor that I think, I think it's the biggest factor. It I is. think that when, whenever you are setting up a, a display area, mm-hmm. the overall look vibe and feel of the space is number numero uno. Yes. It's numero uno. You Absolutely. like, all the toys, accoutrement, books, mm-hmm. deco, all that shit, all that shit comes second. Mm-hmm. If the if you set up a room that the vibe is good to begin with, mm-hmm. you're already so much further ahead of the curve. Indeed, indeed. You know, so that's why that discipline I had to, you know, I had I created a rule for myself. I said I'm no longer gonna buy things that I'm not going to display because mm-hmm. it also because what's going to happen is I'm going to buy it. I'm going to play with it a little bit and then I'm going to probably put it back in the box and it's going to storage and the storage room is crazy right now. Yeah. 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 I can relate to that. So it's like, okay, well I had to develop that rule. And then I broke that rule when it came to me saying, I need to expand my horizon, Mm -hmm. you know, because I was going to get another display case based on, you know, other things that I liked collecting back in the day. Um, like super friends figure. I got like a bunch of, you know, six, uh, um, um, seven, eight inch super friends that I used to get back in the day, the, the tall joints. Namely, I got, um, I got a John Stewart. I got a, um, uh, Apache chief. Mm-hmm. I got a, uh, samurai. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking for the wonder twins. I couldn't find them, but you know, they did exist. Uh-huh. Back then. A Superman, a Batman, a, a green, um, 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 uh, Hal Jordan Green as well, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and I wanted to display those at in Wonder Woman because you know Sean's into Wonder Woman, so that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's her thing. Yeah. So um, I wanted to do just a display with those Super Friends figures, like you know, right. make them look good. Um, I wanted to do um, GI Joe, mm-hmm. and then when they get, came up with the classified lines, I, oh, that's perfect. I just go ahead, I just go ahead and do those. I had stopped doing GI Joe because it was just like I'm not really serious about this but the line just kept getting better and better it's good better yeah so and then um so yeah i I just heavily went into doing you know gi joe wanted to uh i got the his tank i went in on that um on that one the dragonfly uh damn it's a lot of space and see it's a lot of space but going back to my rule i broke it because i wanted to you know expand my horizon gundam figures you already know about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting into, you know, the Gundams. I was trying to, you know, get into the model kits. I wanted to do the third party stuff, the Mo Show, the Mix Show, um, the Cajun, uh, Cajun, Cajun, and something that line. But they do the um, they do the metal bills. Uh-huh. So right, right, right. Heavily getting into the. I'm heavily getting into those. So I'm I'm steadfast in breaking my rule right now. It's just like yeah. you know, okay, where does it stop? Because I gotta still be able to display the stuff and have not. And before I even display it, think about displaying it. I got to decide where it's going to go. Where do I have the space yeah. for all this stuff? Because Absolutely. now, because when you overcrowd your whole vibe for the room Change. changes, Yep, you know, uh, it's the reason why I didn't get, like, I, I want the, his, his tank. I, I wanted it, mm-hmm. but I was like, man, I got no place for this. Like, yeah. you know, and, and it's like, uh, and I, I don't respond to vehicles in the same way that I respond to, um, characters you know so like yeah it's not like it was a super big priority for me but i was like man this looks fucking cool i would like to have one but you know i don't have the space so oh well yeah you know yeah. um i got a bunch of shit that i've been doing here recently i've actually been uh consuming a lot of content okay which is unlike me 
But uh, so uh, it, in finishing, I, uh, I watched a bunch of stand up. I'm not sure if I watched if I talked about this last week or not. I can't remember. But I watched uh, the new Chappelle special. Fantastic thing. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. Was. Um, but I will say, it wasn't his funniest. And like it was good and not as funny. Okay. It was almost uh, there was a fair amount of it. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. There was funny parts. Yeah. yeah. But it was almost more philosophical. Yes. Than it was funny. Um, like I would say it was like whereas before it's like eighty twenty. Mm-hmm. Now I would say it's like seventy thirty, maybe sixty five. You know what I mean? For, you're like it's it was a bit more, a bit more think about this than it was jokes. Um. But I still enjoyed it. I watched... Uh, this stuff was like that since the Birdman Evolution or um, the Equanimity um, special that he did. I'm not good with the names. But no, he's always had a bit of that. I just yeah. feel like the ratio was a little bit heavier on the philosophy, philosophy. and yeah. this time. It was. It was. But I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched the Tom Segura Trash. Okay. Trash. Uh, I don't even know who that is. Uh, yeah, some comedian. It was recommended to me by Netflix. Okay. Um, <laughs> which I have now for a limited time. Oh, yeah. Hold up, hold up. Limited hold up, time. Hold up, hold up. I thought you canceled Netflix. I did. So last year for Christmas, Pinkerton got me a gift card. Okay. Uh, for Netflix. Oh, okay. And uh, truth be told, I misplaced it. And then oh. getting uh, decorating for Christmas and all that shit, we found it. Okay. So right. we activated it. Okay. And we got Netflix. So I'm catching up on a lot of this shit. Gotcha. Um, I tried uh, Sandman. Couldn't get into it. Oh, I heard I heard about that one. Couldn't get into it. Okay. Um, I watched Jim Jeffries' comedy special. Okay. Pretty good. Not his funniest either, mm-hmm. but pretty good. Okay. Um, let's see here. Oh, I bought a new backpack. So okay. I've had my backpack. I've had like I take a backpack to work every day, right? And in my backpack, I keep very limited things. One book that I'm reading, mm-hmm. um, one book that I'm trying to read is what I should say. Okay, um, my laptop, mm-hmm. my iPad, mm-hmm. my Apple pencil, okay, my wallet, uh, my earbuds, my chargers, and my calendar. Okay. Uh, it's more like a planner. Gotcha. Yeah. And then uh, an assortment of medications, like uh, Sudafed, mm. um, NyQuil, DayQuil, just, like, just in case something happens and I'm miserable, Tums, you know, just in case something happens and I'm miserable. Oh, okay. Just over-the-counter gotcha. stuff. Advil, in case I get a headache yep. and I'm out. Oh, you can you got to use yourself a scissor. <laughs> yeah, 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 I wish. <laughs> um, but anyway... I bought a new backpack because okay. mine, um, I, I kept closing the car door on the strap. The strap, okay. And it hit the clip, snapped yeah. the clip. Um, so I, I, then, of course, it was the one shoulder that I normally use. Okay. So then I had to rock the other shoulder for a while. It was uncomfortable. I wonder if that's how women feel when they would have rocked the purse on the other arm okay. that they yeah. don't normally rock the purse on. Yeah. You know? Um, but anyway, so I... We did a little research, right? Because there was things I didn't like about mine that I wanted to fix on the next go around. And I've had this one since 2018, so I take good care of my shit. Okay. Um, and going through, and I found it, and I'm happy with my purchase, by the way. But I, but going through and 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 finding a backpack, what I found, fucking great, 
is like on Amazon, and you, I, I recommend everybody give it a shot. Okay. Google backpacks, start looking through them. Yeah. They'll have pictures, like product pictures of it, right? And they show you what the inside's like, what the pockets are like, and all that kind of stuff. And then they show it on people or with people in yeah. environments. Yeah. But they are always, and I mean always, and I try to refrain from always and never here, but they are always always photoshopped in and it is the most awkward shit in the world it's yeah. like some guy like sitting on a park bench yeah and then there's this fucking backpack just photoshopped on the bench next to him that clearly right. looks fake mm. it's fucking great yeah. i recommend everybody give it a shot it's okay. funny as hell all right um let's see i watched the movie on netflix uh old dads <gasps> let's talk about it so i here's how i see it okay take a movie Divide it by two. Mm-hmm. Um, add the quality of Bill Burr's specials. Add the charm of Bill Burr. And then subtract the quality of Netflix. And what you're left with is mid-Netflix trash. Mm. Um, but I did think that the the ending was heartfelt. And I liked the idea of a middle-class family just being happy to be middle-class. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think about that, like in, in my world sometimes, right? So, like I would say that I'm probably technically middle upper class, um, which puts us right on the on the border, right? And when I talk to like people, or my wife more so talks to people, and their kids are going to private school, and their kids are, you know, what I mean, they're doing this, and mm-hmm. they, you know, and, and like I don't have the money for that shit. You know, and I have no interest or intentions of keeping up with those Joneses. Yeah. Like, it doesn't do anything for me. Mm -hmm. I'm happy that my kids go to public school. I want shit to be a little rougher for them. I think they've had it pretty fucking easy. And I want some some corners for them to bump into. Mm -hmm. Um, Same. But uh, this was a kind of an example of that where the father kind of was very happy being middle class and, mm-hmm. and, and content and and mom was not and liked to play like she was something more than what she was and didn't right. really seem like she was something less than her peers and all that. Right. And at the end with them just kind of being happy to be them, I dug that. I did dig that. Okay. But I, I, I thought the movie was average. Yeah. I, that movie kind of pissed me off. Tell me about it. And, you know, there was a, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of things that happened in that movie which made me had to I want to hear had, it I want to hear it uh, yeah so first of all I'm a Bill Burr fan Sean's a Bill Burr fan that's why we watched that movie mm-hmm. and not what we what we failed to do was take away who Bill Burr actually is as a comedian mm-hmm. and try to watch this movie uh-huh. because as you know if you when, when you're dealing with a Bill Burr you're dealing with a unapologetic Mm-hmm. type of person who in every scenario he's that he's that he's a grumpy happy guy yeah you know what i mean <clears throat> yeah that he, he you know complains about everything and it's just like but it's funny at the same time mm-hmm. um and his humor his his comedy hits hard mm-hmm. especially when you because when you're watching his stand-up he's like you know he's one of he's one of those comedians to me that's great that you know tells it like it is yeah he's great know? I watched this movie and watched him watch his character not be Bill Burr. Mm -hmm. And that's probably the part that I didn't um, enjoy the most because he was put in scenarios where he should have just ripped. Right, right. Into, you know, especially the the, the principal of the school. Yo, the principal of the school. Yeah, fucking bullshit. Sheet. Fucking bullshit. Dude. And then the, and then the, um, his, his, uh, his, his boy, um, 
um, uh, the son. Not, no, 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 not his. Son. Oh, his friend. His friend. His friend. His friend who had the wife who was a who was a bit. Yeah, I know. I know. This, yeah. is, a, this is a kid friendly show. So no, no, I'm, this I'm show is not a kid friendly show, dude. Dude, you know, you know, people, you know, the kids in elementary school listen to nerd race, but they shouldn't. <laughs> they shouldn't. But you know, <laughs> who are we to tell them what to listen to, right? So, no, but the, she was a bitch. Yeah. She was a bitch yeah, for the sure. Little, the kid that you know they had together, yeah, and he and, was a freaking yeah. monster. And it's a very kind of like suburban. My kid can do no wrong. It's the right. Yeah, you know, I hate that shit. And he was and. It, the shit was happening in public in front of everybody. And then most people was like, you know, they were trying to turn a blind eye yeah. to that shit. Yeah. Me, that nah. don't happen. Yeah. And I'm looking at Bill Burr's character and that <clears> shit <throat> flying down. I'm like, okay, oh, he about to get into it now. Right. And, he, and then it didn't happen. I was just like, so I'm left in, you know, disbelief that, you know, he didn't, that didn't happen for right. his character. Now, Again, like I said in the beginning, I'm looking at Bill Burr as Bill Burr and not Bill Burr as this character. This character right. has to change because of <clears throat> right. you know what they're trying to convey. Right, right, right. So that's that's the reason why I couldn't enjoy the movie mm-hmm. because of that. If you had seen like I don't really you don't really see Bill Burr in movies. That's true. You know what I'm saying? It's true. So for him to, you know, and then other than him being on the Chappelle show, you don't you don't really see Bill Burr in anything but doing stand-up stuff. Sure. Uh, it's just like, um, uh, oh, this this is actually a good example. It's just like, um, uh, who's, who's the uh, the uh, the Spanish comedian? Um, not um, the real popular one that's got all kinds of Netflix specials. I got introduced to him too. Um, Joe Coy. Oh, I'm not familiar. Joe Coy, um, he's done he's done stand up uh-huh. a long time. Yeah. And then he came out with this movie that just recently came out, which is kinda off based off his life, uh-huh. but not really. There are some elements that were put in it, but there was a lot that was taken out and I watched that movie and I was just like, eh, it was okay. Hmm. It was it was just like that too. So yeah. and Joe and Joe Coy, he's another funny comedian. So right. that you know you can um you should check out. <clears throat> so I, um, I, yeah, I'll put it on the list because I yeah. I could use some. Yeah. So uh <laughs> But yeah, the movie okay. the movie was disappointing <clears throat> to me too. So I did want to say something uh that was funny in the Jim Jeffrey stand up. Okay. Uh he said, Why did trans women never shave their head? <laughs> Oh, we about to get canceled. No, no, but like it is, it is like it is funny, right? Like, uh, uh, like you're transitioning from female to male, right? Uh-huh. And but you you're gonna keep God's gift of hair. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you don't have to deal with that male problem. Mm-mm. You know, Mm-mm. it's that, that 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 was funny. And then she yeah. and then uh, he said that like certain ones should have to like just to see, or they should just have to shave the middle bit and just to mm-hmm. see how it feels. It's pretty mm-hmm. funny stuff. Um. I watched Black Mirror season uh, uh, this latest season episode one and two. Okay, I've heard of the series. I've never watched it. Uh, so the series in the past has been great. Okay, this is not off to a good start with me. Mm. <clears throat> the first episode is just a South Park ripoff of the Terms and Conditions episode. Oh, okay. and the the second episode is so fucking boring mm-hmm. that I, I'm, uh, I'm on my third attempt to get past a half hour mark in it. It's just fucking dull, Daniel. Mm. Um, very 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 bad. Okay, uh, so far. Let's see what else. I watched the Exorcist movie, the new Exorcist movie that okay. came out. I haven't seen it yet. Um, What'd you think? So it's mid. I gave it a six point five. Um, did they try to re? Did they read? Did they try? No, to it's like a, no, it's a sequel. It's, it's a technically sequel? a sequel. Yeah. Okay. Um, it could have ended tragically. 
Like it, it had the opportunity to end very tragically, and that would have saved it for me. Okay, but it didn't. It took the safe route, saved the main character, did all the stuff it's supposed to do, and as a result, I found it kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. But let me say this: I got a question. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not right in the head, man. <laughs> all right. All right. I don't think being possessed matters as much to Protestants. And when I say Protestants, I mean anything of that shit, anything that's set apart, Baptists, mm-hmm. you know, all the shit that's not Catholic, mm-hmm. right? Or Episcop- Episcopalian, which sure. is like die Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> because, did you grow up uh, of a certain Protestant? Uh, I, I grew up in a Bap- Baptist Pentecostal okay. church. Okay, that would have been my guess. Yeah. Um, playing the odds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here's the thing. If you have motherfuckers speaking in tongues mm-hmm. regularly mm-hmm. in your shit, if you have people smacking people's foreheads and healing them, mm. um, if you have uh, people playing with wild and dangerous animals um, because God will protect them from it, in my head, if somebody comes in possessed, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, any given Sunday, really, you know, mm-hmm. like it's fucking business as usual. Let's 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 sort this kid out. Like I don't feel like it should be as shocking to these people i think with catholics it works because um catholics don't the 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 culture of catholicism Mm -hmm. doesn't really allow for any of the performative stuff you know like like we don't get me wrong we have we and i'm a recovering catholic i'm not practicing catholic but like but like we we have like we have like you know our people dressed like Jedi's and everything else. Yep. You know what I mean? But yep. but like you don't have like somebody just standing up in the fucking pews going, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. and, and like you're not gonna see any type of shit like that. Everybody that's in a Catholic mass is just trying to fucking get to the end of it. You know right. what I mean? Um, so when somebody comes downstairs and pisses on the carpet and says that their fucking Satan is inside them, mm-hmm. Catholics are like what the fuck? You know where I feel like Protestants will be like, eh, maybe, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, but my other question for that, because <clears throat> this was a Protestant family. Okay. Is it cultural appropriation? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I would say this. It's our so, shit, man. Right. Let us have our thing. Right, right. You don't see us fucking playing with snakes and shit. Like, you guys do your thing and we'll fucking do the stigmatas and the fucking, right. you know, that, that shit. So, I, those two are definitely different. <laughs> um they're definitely different from each other and you know the take the take on that type of that's the problem I've, I've that's probably one of the problems i had when i was coming up in the church and seeing um different stuff like that because i i again i grew up baptist pentecostal mm-hmm. and i've never been around catholics mm-hmm. at all so for them for for me to see that what I see is unique to my experience in that particular, you know, mm-hmm. in that particular realm, if you will. Yeah. So when I when I learned what um, Catholicism was and you know all of that and mm-hmm. to see all that different stuff, I was like, man, y'all wilding. Mm-hmm. This is maybe we got our own shit. Yeah. That, that's, I said, mm, okay. <clears throat> um, so to see it happen, to see it, to see stuff like that that occur in the Baptist community, I'm just like, yo. Y'all need to stop. So, uh, I think I saw Baby J stand up also on Netflix. Dog shit. Baby J. Yeah. 
trash. All right. Um, all right, so a couple a couple more things. I think when you Jana, say Baby J, I instantly thought who, who, who I don't know what, what his name is. Was, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a rapper, but like he had a regular name, and then it was like AKA Baby J or something. Uh, okay. Um, I think my daughter's generation has an obsession with the N word. How you mean? I'll tell you. So, like, first of all, like, the kids are, like, known to get on, like, the video games and stuff and just start shouting it at one another at the top of their lungs. But also, there's, like, every time, like, I swear, I probably hear it once a month about, like, you know, the who's got the N-word pass and who doesn't have the N-word pass. And um, I don't know. I'm just I'm just mentioning it as an observation that I'm seeing okay. that there's, like, there seems to be an obsession with it. It's, it's an obsession because it's not it's not yours. I mean, you know, when when something is not yours, you're obsessed with trying to like the forbidden have, fruit. Exactly. So <laughs> when you see it, when you see it being done in someone else in your environment, and you know, you know that they're, they're not supposed to be using it, mm. your curiosity peaks, <laughs> and it's like, how mm. many of them do you think? He's, do you he's, think practice it's, it at it's home? Happening like, it, because it's behind closed doors, and at the same time, it's happening around them. With no repercussions, because it's not like you're gonna sell. It's not. It's not like they're saying you can't say that. Right. You can't do that. You know. Uh, but I will also say this as a as a gamer myself. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm in I'm in groups. Mm -hmm. You know, guys. But it's groups with me, and there's a couple of there's maybe one or two one or two guys that are not us in that group, and. Depending on how how you know them and how like I know you right you know but I've never known you to use that word if you yeah, and, 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 you, that and word, you never will I, I was I, if you were to use that word I'd be like yep uh, it's it's never anything what that, we doing it's never anything personally that I've ever felt the need to say like it's not even like it's there's other words I've never said too mm -hmm. like just that if you were to thumb through the dictionary mm -hmm. you'd be like well you've never said you know anesthesiologist you know but i've yeah. never had the need to say it right, right i've never felt the need or urge to say it right you know I mean? right it's 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 slang but at the same because i don't use the word prevalently prevalently mm -hmm. you know it may come out in in certain situations <laughs> but it's like you know i don't use it on the strength of you know i know that word i know what that word is mm. I know where it came from and I know what it's used for. I just feel like it's like their fucking go to. Right. It's like it's like it's like that's it's, first base. It's like you don't even build up to it. Like right. give 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 fucking idiot a chance or but something. I, like you know what I mean. Like, but I promise you, if they understood what that word was and what it does and what is intended and what was it, it was intended for. Ah, dude, I think some of them do know. I don't think they give a fuck. But here's the thing: as time change, that word as that word is being used more mm -hmm. you know in these you know in these settings you know it's becoming canon in a, in a sense you know what i mean tell me okay so <clears throat> i i've noticed that every new generation that you know comes about that word kind of elevates but it that word takes on a new definition you see what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I mean, it takes on a new definition in a sense that you it's know, definitely different. It's been now it's than been, it was a couple. Of, you know. It's been retooled <laughs> yeah. into something else. Yeah, you yeah, for sure. I mean? give you an example. In jail, mm -hmm. if you wanted to, if you wanted to let everyone know 
that you know you're gay or you know you you take you take you take sexual you do sexual favors right. or all that type of stuff mm-hmm. you sag your pants yeah now what is that I've you heard know, that you, yeah okay. but I've never seen it I, I, and I've never and I gotta be honest I've never I've known plenty of people who have gone mm-hmm. to jail mm-hmm. and they have never co-signed that shit so but I've seen the meme I can co-sign that for you uh-huh. I'm not telling you I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and tell you and give you a history of where where I've been right but at the same time I'm telling you right now, that's where it originated from. See, because so, I, I, I would argue, and I, I got, I got to stop you there, because okay. like when <clears throat> when I was growing up, a lot of people had pants that were too big because they were hand me downs from other from older brothers and shit. Okay, so when you wore them, it didn't matter how fucking you went to the last notch on your belt, your now, fucking pants were bigger. And I, I think that too. That that I think that that had a big impact on style. And when people that were poor ended up becoming stars. Then people started to emulate the 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 dis- misfortune. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one because it's 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 clear it, it's a clear statement. Oh, it's a it's clear a, statement. It's a, I, it's a absolutely I disagree clear with statement. You. Now, you're, I, I get what you're saying, and I and I get that that can be valid. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, when you were poor, <clears throat> you were doing things to try not to let that happen. Like, yeah, you if you will if you wore hand me downs if because that's what it is it's hand me downs or the, or they bought them too big for you because they were like you're gonna grow into this shit exactly because yeah. you're, you're gonna last a while correct you basically you put a you put a belt on or or I even say a rope of some sort you put that around it'd be it'd be it out to, here looking like Huckleberry Huck, Huck, uh, Finn no no no, no. <laughs> but this I'm, I'm, but I'm saying this is what it was back in the day you know yeah to I, that point you know because. I've had hand me downs brought to me, mm. but I was told I was told, you know, you put a belt on and you know just wear it, wear it this way, and then you know that that way, you know, yeah. nobody's looking at your ass or yeah. anything like that. So, but that's that's that. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a difference in that. Mm. Now, when it's being done, it's mm. being done on purpose. Mm. You know, there and, and and you know they are retooling it. Mm. From what it originated from, uh-huh. you know that's what that, but that's what I'm talking about mm. because that the original the original definition of that was I'm I want to be somebody's here, uh-huh. you know, letting you know it's available to you. Mm-hmm. Just let me know that I need to know who wants it. Mm-hmm. So it was also a form of protection too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, well, for that, sure. When that if you um, had somebody that that was yeah that, that they look it, out for you, they it, it was you know. <clears throat> you were property. Once you were property, exactly. You were that person's property. Yeah. And that person who has who has that property protects that property. Right. So of course. In that entire time, that that guy is protected. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't mess. You don't mess with him. You don't. You don't look his way or you know right. any of that. Right. I get you. Now, when it traveled outside, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was told, "Oh, we're going to use this as a style." Now, I don't want to. You know. I'm I'm almost 50 years old. Right. I come from a generation where, you know, you were taught to dress clean. Mm-hmm. You were taught to dress nice. <clears throat> um, you were taught to appreciate your clothes, mm-hmm. you know, and be presentable at all times. Mm-hmm. So when I see stuff like that and I know where that came and given the fact that I know where that comes from, mm-hmm. that's a problem for me. And it immediately gets addressed when I actually see it. Now, when it first started happening, that's when it it was everybody was up a lot of people were up in 
arms. It was up in arms about it, mm-hmm. which they rightfully had to be. And then you know, you like pull your pants up. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a pro- here, here's here's where it became a pro- an even deeper problem. When I will walk in, I will go in places, and then I will see uh, I will see young dudes with all that going on, you know, and someone that's not them of their community be like, you know, pull your pants up, boy. And, you know, they'll say, pull your pants up, boy. And then that takes on a whole other situation. Right, right, right. You know, because there's there's him being, there's him being in violation and then there's this other dude being in violation. Right, right. And then me stepping in like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'll say something like, that's not for you to be dealing with. I'll deal with it. He's, this is, you know, he's, he's of, he's of my community. Let me deal with him because the way but you're dealing he? with them is not the right way to deal with it. But so I agree with that too. I, I agree with that too, but I don't see, I don't, I don't view things that way. Okay. Right. Like, like, let's say like we're outside, mm-hmm. right. And there's some, there's some, we'll say white kid running around hitting recycling bins with a baseball bat. Right. Okay. Feasible. Okay. Right? Believable. Right. Sure. If you correct that behavior, I'm gonna be like, "Thanks, man." I need you to and let's let's rewind that. The way I the way I presented this is it was the way he approached it. Correct. Now I do agree yeah. with that. Like, and, and you throw in you threw in the boy part. Yeah. Right. You threw that in. Right. I don't feel like. No, that, that, no, that doesn't that's, happen. That's some in, extra shit. You no, know no, what I mean? that like, is that it, but it's extra on purpose because right, I'm, I'm trying is. to convey an example right, as right. to how he was dealing with it. Right, right. That's right. why I said let me deal with that. Yeah, that's but but versus like, you dealing with it because you're dealing with it incorrectly on two fronts. But I don't see some white kid out here and assume that's part of my community. No, 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 no. Okay, but, all right. I, I, I get that. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. Okay. I'm with you. Okay, cool. I'm with you on that. Cool, cool. I'm definitely with you. Okay, good. But what I'm saying is. I'm, I'm explaining that particular scenario. Right, right, right. You know, and that's just one scenario. Right. It can be a, it's, it's a whole plethora of, of scenarios that come in. Of course. Your, your, your scenario that you did, it was a general. Because there could be a black kid that did 100%. the same thing. 100%. You know, and it's the same, it's the same connotation of addressing that situation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I get, yeah, I, yeah, I get yeah. exactly okay. what you're saying. Cool. But I'm just, I'm just making an example <clears throat> yeah, of yeah, how yeah. it was done. So. Got you. Um, so we're, you know, so we're clear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's the way, it's the way you're being dealt with versus the situation being dealt with. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. There's that. Now, that's why I said it. That's why I said it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but to your point, in a, in a general situation, You'd be like you you you're 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 agreeing with that person in the way they're trying to you know deal right. with the situation. Hey man, pull your pants up. I don't want to see your ass. Well, you know, you know <clears> but that's a th- general thing for sure. Yeah. If, if you think about it though, like right, like like none of us wear our pants where people did in the thirties. You know, motherfuckers. Just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Belly buttons. Like, like, why I order? Yo, I'm like, yo, I'm like, <laughs> you know, so like shit does. I'm like, how do y'all wear y'all clothes? Like, you know, we don't understand it now. It's just like, and it's. And and it's just like when young people when we tell them things, why do y'all do this? Because right, we did stupid we shit. We did stupid we, shit, yeah. and they look at us and like, yo, why did y'all do that back in the yeah. day? Like, but I do like think- wear used jeans. And, 
Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. And they're doing it now. It's just like, and as soon as we explain it, oh, yeah. cool. And then yeah. now they're doing it, and it's just like you know, okay, yeah, like, y'all doing it, y'all wilding when y'all do it, you know. <laughs> exactly. I just take it to the extreme, you know. So, but it's 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 cool. They ain't hurting nobody, but at the same time, I don't want to see your ass one, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, my kids had some funny stuff this week. Okay. Um, my baby, uh. Said two things I could, that I found funny as shit. Mm-hmm. One was uh, she just randomly said, "Am I Jewish?" And I was okay. like, "And I was like, no." <laughs> and she was like, "Uh, I got dark hair." And I was like, "You do?" Uh, <laughs> <She> okay. <laughs> um, she knows she's seven. Um, but so and, is your oldest. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, but my seven-year-old is trying to make sense of the world. You know what I mean? So she's okay. like, why do, why, do, why do I have such... I mean, her, and her hair is... Her, my, my oldest is darker, but she, my oldest also um, dyes her hair and shit. Like, oh, she blonder. does? Yeah, like... I didn't know that. <clears throat> she'll do, like, highlights and stuff like that. When, right. Okay. Um, and then uh, she said... <laughs> this was, like... It was, it was such a deep question that I said, I can't answer that right now for you. Okay. Um, seven years old, right? Uh-huh. She was like, is praying and wishing the same thing? And I was like, we'll, oh, we'll tackle that another day. It's on another level. Dude. We'll tackle that another day. Yeah. Um, so my last question. I like that for her, though. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. My last question. Okay. So for me, when I view R&B music, mm-hmm. I don't consider, like, the temptations and shit R&B music. Like, to me... R&B, in my mind, right, <clears throat> is this blend of, like, hip-hop and soul, right? Soul is soul, and then it, there was this blend in the late 80s, like, when you get, like, Mary J. Blige, and you get, you know, even, like, the uh, New Jack Swing stuff, like, mm-hmm. Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. BBD, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Teddy <clears throat> Riley. So, Teddy Riley's correct. Virginia. Virginia, DMV in the house. Yep. Um, so, to that effect, right? R&B, meaning that era of of music, mm-hmm. would you put R. Kelly in the top 17? That's a joke. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sitting here literally, I'm literally thinking about it. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, edit that out if you will. <laughs> um, I saw recently a <clears throat> speaking of Boba Fett. Oh fuck, dude. Oh, I think I can I, you gotta see this. <clears throat> and then we can get back to it. Okay. Um But it's this uh this little video on um it's like an AI thing, but it's with Obi Wan Kenobi talking about Django Fett to Luke. Uh, here it is. Watch out for that vicious bounty hunter, Boba Fett. Did I ever tell you I fought his dad? He was hired to assassinate a senator, me, and your father were guarding. We kept bringing her around open windows and public areas in order to draw the would-be assassin out. Because we knew he had too much pride to just shoot her from long range. He had used his payment to hire another bounty hunter to kill the senator for him while he sent us on a wild banther chase. Also, the second assassin used her payment to buy a robot to assassinate the senator for her. Did I mention the second assassin was a shapeshifter? She could have been a good friend in disguise and just shot the senator for all we knew. Then the robot used its payment to buy poisonous bugs to release into the senator's room while she (laughs) slept after lasering a hole through the window. 
It could have just lasered her too after that, because we... We weren't watching her at all, but it already bought the bugs. So we sense the hostile life forms, not the robot, in the room and rush in and save the senator in the nick of time. Then I jumped out the window to chase the robot back to its owner. Luckily, it didn't have a self-destruct function. Then we found the second assassin and chased her across the planet and caught her when she tried to kill us instead of shape-shifting and escaping. But to our surprise, Django Fett was watching the whole thing instead of going to kill the senator while we were away chasing the bugs, chasing the robot, chasing the shapeshifter. He shot her with a poisonous dart instead of sniper blaster and only her instead of shooting all of us or blowing all of us with a rocket or something. Then he escaped with his tiny jetpack. Luckily for the senator, my good friend Dexter Jetster owned a 50s Dexter diner Jetster. on Coruscant that had Republic secrets on the menu along with cheeseburgers and malt shakes. We found the assassin and Mace Window killed him later right in front of Boba. And he was a good friend. Wow. <laughs> so how did you get involved with Bacon? So I got involved um, with it. Um, well, first of all, I've been, I've been going to Bacon for a number of years. It's not really a flex. It's, it, you know. That's that's why we use it. Okay, <laughs> you know it's like oh. I, I have a two car garage. <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, but we, um, been going to Bicon for a number of years and um, just gotten to know a lot of. I, that's how I actually got to know a lot of people in the community because in our in our collective community because I was going to Bicons before I was going to TFCon. Right, right, right. So. Um, over the years, we got to know the people that actually ran it from publications. And this was Brian Savage and, you know, all of them. Um, talk, I've had several conversations with them. During what have they time. been like, those conversations? So, I mean, they have, there's some sketchy history with all with all that crowd. So you got to you got to understand, you know, when you're conducting a business, mm -hmm. you don't sit back. You don't sit down and pal around with your customers. <laughs> that's just that's just business. Pal around. Um, so as as showrunners, as showrunners, um, you don't um, you don't sit around and you know have you know sit and have dinner with you know the people you're trying to get money from, right? And you know you don't try you, you know you be friendly, sure. You, you be friendly, you polite. be courteous, polite, all that, but you don't you know reveal reveal the secret to the sauce and you know just telling them you know how you how you came about all this so when i'm having those type of conversations with them they're not having those they're not revealing anything to me they're just telling me that you know they're fans and all that type of stuff and that's the thing and that's another thing that bothers me um with people that um um run these conventions they talking about they are this is a fan run convention mm -hmm. i've never liked that term because if it's a fan run convention then why are you know fans being restricted from you know knowing about this or doing this or being able to do certain things um i had an example in my mind but you know it, it just went left away. but <clears throat> yeah um but yeah if you're a fan run convention why can't you tell me about you know where this originated from mm -hmm. why can't you tell me about you know where this is going because mm -hmm. you're not a fan you know that's like me some talking coming up to somebody and say yeah, I'm a I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I I've seen Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I like Star Wars, mm -hmm. but I don't know the in depth 
history mm-hmm. where I can sit down and have a conversation with you about how you know where Luke, where, how Luke came about, mm-hmm. and you know who his father originally was, and you know where he what uh, who discovered him before that. Mm-hmm. And I learned about that as the stuff was coming out, but all that but when the movies came out, I learned mm-hmm. all about that when the movies came out, but. As you know, mm-hmm. as a Star Wars, as a true Star Wars fan, it's once, only like once was, it's, it's was once a well, fan. It's only <laughs> a, it's only a handful of people I know that are actual true uh, Star Wars fans. Gort is one. Yeah, of, for like, sure. If I go that to dude, Gort, that dude knows it inside him, and out. Right. If Esteban. I go to Gort and ask him about you know anything Star Wars, he'll he knows absolutely it. he knows know. it like the back of his hand. So it's like me with Transformers you come to me and we have a, a conversation about Transformers I can tell you everything there is to know about Transformers the deep rich history um, I can uh, despite all the different you know iterations iterations that came out I can literally tell you about a great majority of it mm-hmm. you know but if you can't tell me at least the basic stuff you're not a fan mm. so I would go and have these conversations with these show quote unquote showrunners mm-hmm. and be like yeah man I'm li- I'm really liking the way they did because you know they did this that and the third and they're like uh, yeah 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 mm. yeah they get, you know how you know how you get that yeah yeah yeah, yeah that nod you yeah know, like, they like they're just trying to get through yeah, the conversation just, right exactly so I'm just like all right cool but to your question uh, how did I get involved with Bacon so. So Hanny, well, to be fair, is that is that how you're framing those folks, like Savage and them? Is that how you saw uh, them? Or I saw I saw them as business people who mm-hmm. wanted to who wanted to put on a good show mm-hmm. and make sure that everybody had a good time. You Copy know? that. That's what Bacon was to me because I did see a good show and I did have a good time. And right. I got to meet people that I never thought I would meet. You know, otherwise from not going to that show. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've been friends with those same people even to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, as you know, people grow apart and, you know, you, you know, you lose touch or right. whatever, and then, but, you know, <clears throat> life moves on, life moves on, you know, but Facebook is a good thing for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the staff that ran it, you know, I thought they were cool. I thought they were nice. I thought, you know, they did everything that they were supposed to do, but, be- and because I understand how business works, even back then I was a businessman running my own company and you know doing what i do i understood that the relationship between a fan and a business person is two different things so i can't be asking them about certain things uh i can't be com- coming up to him like hey so uh how'd you uh you know how'd you get how'd you get this together and how'd you um how'd you uh how the concept start and all that type of stuff and wh- what's your numbers looking like and all you know, right and right right doing stuff like that because <clears throat> right my mind back then because I'm business minded, I'm, I'm wanting to know that stuff, but mm-hmm. I know I can't get that stuff. So I know better right. than to ask stuff like that. Right, right. So right. when I'm asking, when I'm having conversations with showrunners and at, even at TFCon, these are stuff that I want to talk to them about. And if they're willing to talk to me about it, great. If they're not, great too. I'm still going to show, I'm still want to try to enjoy the show. Yeah. If you're running a good show, you got everything set up right. You got your guest coming out to see the fans. Um, You know, these, 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 phenomenal this phenomenal talent that comes out to these shows to see the people that they literally help raise because when i was coming up transformers all that was everything to me mm-hmm. that's how that's how i was raised you know cuz who on who on this podcast right now can't tell me that they learn life lessons through uh knowing this half the battle 
<laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? After the GI <clears throat> yeah, Joe ends, there's those, like, it. there's, there's those, you know. I gotta be honest though, I stick a fucking fork in the fucking toaster all the goddamn time. <laughs> all the fucking, if I can't get that fucking bagel out, that fucking yeah. fork is going in. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I always think to myself, man, they'd have a fit, fucking lifeline, right. they'd have a fit if he's on me right now. Yep. Hey, you know, because that's where I learned. If you see a power line on the street, don't mm-hmm. go up to it. Yeah. Call 911 and have them, you know, have yep. them do it for you. You can't call Roadblock because he's not going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. That's true. Um, but yeah, but that's how that's how most of us were raised. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to hear these talent that voice these characters to teach you these life lessons, mm. it was an honor and a privilege to actually see them and meet them. Now, they're not the writers. They're not the ones that produce the show. Right. They're the ones that give life to the character yeah, that you love so much. Right. So you're giving them, um, you're, you're paying homage to them. Sure. Um, when they come in, you know, you want to get their autograph, <clears> take the pic, take your pictures with them because that's the precious moment that you have. Mm. So when these showrunners bring those, op- bring, put that all together to make these opportunities happen for you where you can meet your quote unquote childhood heroes. Right. You have that opportunity. Right. And you're grateful for them for that. Now on the business aspect. Yeah. You can't learn everything then. When I met Hanny, uh, I met Hanny at TFCon and um, we had, conversations about you know um him and what his business is you know because hanny for those for those people that don't know hanny first of all hanny is the owner and operator of Mm agabus.com and he is a phenomenal dude he's 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 always busy but at the same time he's not too busy he's he hasn't been busy to too busy to have a conversation with you if you're at these shows and whatnot you know he'll sit there and talk to you just like some of the others although um, he owes me a text back I'll tell you that yeah, oh, he owes <laughs> he owes me several texts back right now and we're running a show right now so it's yeah. like um, but yeah he's he's always busy that, I can definitely say that yeah, you know? yeah I know but um, when it came to Bacon, um when he was getting ready to do it um, he, he called no I happened to call him one day and we were just talking and then he was like, yeah, I'm about to um, do Bicon. And I said, oh, cool. All right. And then um, we were talking about what we were talking about. And then I remembered him saying that and I'm like, so Bicon's coming back. He's buying a license and everything. So I instantly started thinking about things mm-hmm. and thinking about <clears> concepts <throat> of what to do with the show and everything. And then, so I call him back. I'm like, hey, I had this idea. Let me run your panels. Let me run your panels. And um, I'm very experienced with talking to people. I, you know, I know how to run panels. Let me run your panels. Mm. And he was like, cool. Um, <clears throat> was I easy. trust you. We can, um, we can make that happen. I said, all right, cool. So a month later, he calls me. and was like, hey, um, yeah, you're definitely running the panels, but I need you to do something. I need you to do something even bigger than that. I said, yeah, okay, what's up? He said, I need you to interview Frank Welker. And this is when he found out he was getting Frank Welker. And I was like, holy shit. And you know who Frank Welker is. Of course. And I was just like, are you sure? <laughs> He's like, so yeah, you're running the panels. Just create one where you're talking to him and y'all, you know, talk for a while. For the listeners, he, in case you don't know, he's a voice of Megatron. Yeah. Among and, others. Uh, among others. Yeah. I, I consider <clears throat> Frank Welker and people, some, some people get mad at me when I say this, but I consider Frank Welker the Mel Blanc of our time. The, he, the Mel uh, the Mel Blank of our time. Fill me in, Vermont. Mel Blank is the voice actor that did all the Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. Okay, that's who I thought it was. Like, have yeah. you ever seen that uh, speechless mm-hmm. print? 
speechless print? Yeah, it's fucking, dude, I'm getting the chills thinking about it. Okay. But it, it was after he passed. Mm-hmm. They did uh, this animation print. Um, and it's like all the Looney Tunes characters like bat, like standing on this stage, bowing their head with like a microphone lit with a spotlight that's empty. And oh, it's wow. fucking great. I've never seen it. <clears throat> yeah, and it's like an official Warner Brothers print. Like it's, uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's moving, you know. Wow, that's what's up. That's what's up. But yeah, he did a fuck ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. And Frank is no different. He's done a crap ton of yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Full yep. of uh, characters, and um, you know, so like I said, I consider him the the Mel Blank of our time. Mm-hmm. So to get that honor, it was just like, yo, I'm definitely on it. And I've been studying and doing all this stuff, and then getting back to my relationship with um, Bacon in the past, mm-hmm. I've uh, gotten to know. Towards the end of BotCon, I've gotten to know several of the talent that used to come down there. Um, Frank Todaro, who's another voice actor, uh, he had the honor and privilege of interviewing Frank at BotCon 2015. Mm-hmm. And me and him became good friends over the years as well. When I found out that I was doing that interview with Frank Welker, I instantly called Frank Todaro mm-hmm. and was like, dude, guess what I'm doing? And then I told him, he was like, yo, that's cool. I said, yo, I know you got some tips for me. You know, because I'm talking to somebody that's like the previous person who had the work experience you're trying to get the knowledge from them to find out what to do the one thing he said to do he said no matter no matter how many no matter what questions you have let them drive the, the, the like, interview yeah I said he said no matter how many questions you got for him hmm. let him drive because there's going to be some there's going to be some instances where he's going to want to just ad lib and talk to the audience he's going to just do things let him drive if you do that you're going to enjoy the entire interview. Hmm. I said, okay, cool. So, you know, don't do it the regular way. Let him, let, let him, let him do whatever he wants to do, but kind of, you know, keep, keep the reins in at the same time. Did you get to still ask him all the questions? I did. Okay. 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 I still got to do it. And also I got to let him do his thing. Um, like he normally does with the crowd, you know, Mm -hmm. just, you know, engage in the crowd. Sometimes I watch interviews with people that are like really, you know, like their presence is a domineering presence, mm-hmm. you know, and they take control. Yeah. You know, and, but then the interviewer, I don't feel like never gets it back, you know? Oh, and then yeah, sometimes yeah. when I'm watching that, I'm like, man, like I still want to know some, some shit here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm I glad to hear that at all. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear I got to do got everything that I wanted to do with him. Plus let the audience do his, their questions. And, and, and his own added stuff. Exactly. <clears throat> so, cool. I mean, it was, it was, you know, I wish we had that up on, uh, cause, when we did that first BACON in uh, 2022, we didn't have a lot of audio, video recording, uh-huh. and all that type of stuff. I mean, there was people that recorded it. Right, right, right. But, um, yeah. But, you know, to me, it went off like a hitch. And then he complimented me after the one. We had a thorough conversation about the whole thing. He said, you did absolutely great. Uh, he signed a bunch of things for me. You know, I was just like, you yeah, know, it's cool. He, we just literally vibed out, took pictures. and. Yeah. You know, it was it was just a great experience, you know. And so after that, you know, um, I basically proved that I can do everything that I said I was going to do. I ran the panels that weekend. And then after the show was over, Hannah and I had another conversation. He was just like, you want to keep doing this? I was like, yeah, I want to keep doing it. So the next year I did the same thing. You know, I did my whole thing with the main cast and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, um, but... Uh, but there was a different caveat that happened last year because we, Sean and I, mm. um, shout out to her by the way. Yeah. 
Um, loving my life. Yeah, she's great. She's phenomenal. She, you know, I, I can't, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about her all day. But yeah. You know. Um, Sean, one, we wanted to be more, more, even more involved because there are some things that we can do <clears throat> extra with the panels and you know with the show in general. Mm-hmm. Sean is, um, if you didn't know, Sean's a uh, VP in marketing and sales. Nice. Of, for the company that she works for. I can't. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. But that's what she specializes in. Mm -hmm. So we presented, we we had a conversation and then um, I was like, well, let's run it past Hanny. She had the idea of uh, promoting BACON, you know, through the news outlets and through the papers, Mm -hmm. social media and all that type of stuff. Of course. Presented that that idea with, uh, presented the idea and and the numbers to Hanny and Hanny was like, Okay, well, let's do this and then see how it does, and then you know mm-hmm. we'll expand. Not only did she deliver on everything that she said she did, she got even more by more from the venue mm-hmm. that um, in what we originally were going to get, you know, and that was all thanks to Sean and her experience with dealing with the people and um, in the New Jersey area and mm-hmm. all of that. So, and and the connection of people that she had right. during that time, right. Shit. Um, so when you saw when you saw Hanny getting interviewed by the local news company, the news um, folks that um, were in the area, and they got featured, they got featured in the um, the news and all mm-hmm. of that. Um, Sean did that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of media attention that Bacon got that entire weekend. Right. Uh, we partnered. Um, I had contacted. I went and reached out to different uh, vendors to do sponsoring of the show and everything. I reached out to, and that's how we got Yolo Park. Yolo Park, you, you know who Yolo Park is, right? Mm-hmm. Yolo Park is the company that does the uh, model kits, the Transformer model kits. Um, they did the, um, they did uh, all of the uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast model kits okay. uh, last year. As a matter of fact. I guess that would be why I wasn't familiar. <laughs> yeah. So, reached out to them and they're, and Yolo Park at the time were a fairly new company. Uh-huh. And I reached out to them and it's like, hey, uh, we're doing Bacon. Um, this is our show. It's going to be in its own, its own place. Uh, would you be interested in um, having a presence there? And they said, uh, sure. And I was like, um, I said, is there anything in particular that you want to do at the show? You want to have a panel or anything like that? And that's when they were like, we're going to just send you product. You do with it. You do with it what you want with it. But all we ask you to do is tag us on your, on your socials, and put pictures up and tag us on your socials. So they that seems us, reasonable. They sent us the um, this. Um, it was a thirty. It was a um, thirty-two inch Optimus Primal, all mechanical. Smokes coming out of it. Oh, I have smoke. seen that. Yeah. I have seen that. I did a. Com- I did a. I literally did a commercial spot for him. Gotcha. And uh, we came up with the idea of doing that and. Uh, uh, shout out to my man Anthony, and uh, he he was like you know he was there um, shooting the uh, he was doing the three D uh, he was doing this three D thing with the room uh-huh. uh, to show it to, you know so we can put that on the uh, the site to give everybody a map to know how to get around uh-huh. the uh, venue and whatnot. Um, he was and uh, we were doing the um, the video for that Optimus Primal, and he was like, dude, let's just do a spot. I said, okay. Uh, let me write something together real quick, but we didn't have time. We had to really get it done because we had to do all of this before we opened the doors right. um, on the first day. And so we had the uh, Optimus out there on display. And then I was ad-libbing 
everything that I said in this one video. You can actually see that video on the uh, Bacon official um, Facebook page mm -hmm. and on YouTube as well. Um, so we put that up. That 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 uh, video got that weekend. It got like uh, thirty thousand views. Wow. Because we tagged Yolo Park on it, Yolo Box, Yolo Park sent it on all their socials, and then it, it got all types of attention. Right. That uh, that video right now is at about eighty thousand views. Nice. So that was pretty successful. Um, Yolo Park sent us a bunch of product to give away mm -hmm. to the. They they sent us a pro uh, product to give away to the talent. They wanted us to um, give them as giveaways to the. Um, the attendees that were there. So what we did was every <coughs> panel that I had, we did a raffle uh -huh. for each. We did a ticket raffle uh -huh. for each of those. Uh, they sent us like, uh, they sent us like 20 figures a piece for each. And it was an Optimus Prime, an Optimus Primal, a Bumblebee. Uh, there was another character. It's fine. It was, you know, but it was another character. Gave you, they gave you a fair a amount bunch. of shit. Right. Right. It was like 40, 40 pieces that we had to give away. Wow. But every every time we, we did the raffle, um, the person that was in that panel, at the end of the panel, they took a picture with the raffle winner, and then we posted it on um, Bacon Official, Tag Yolo Park, and all that type of yeah. stuff. Yeah. And we just... And that became a phenomenal partnership with Yolo Park nice. or Bacon. Um we've done we've been doing others uh, i've been reaching out to others as well to get them you know just you know yeah do buy concepts. right sure so, so that's what we're preparing for have you gotten pushback uh surprisingly no the first year though mm -hmm. the first year we did because there was a lot of things that happened that first year that you know people that didn't even come to the convention they you know they got secondhand knowledge of um so you know, uh, so just yeah, and we'll and I'll put this out there too. So um, Pete Sinclair, yeah, I mean he is the hot button, right? Like he, he is, is the, the dividing, button. he's the dividing factor, right? As you know, <clears throat> I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna tell this story, but I'm gonna frame it so I don't get in trouble for okay. telling this story. Okay. So you have someone that you have Hanny who purchased the Bacon um, name right. to run the so he can run the conventions and do all of that. So Fun Publications um, dwindled down and they went and they went to bunk and they basically um, Hasbro Hasbro terminated their relationship with uh, Bacon because they wanted to run their own convention at the time. This is uh, and if you if you remember 2017 they ran Hascon yes which. Um, took place out in um, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Um, they terminated um, the relationship with Fun Publications because they felt like they can take it on and run their own. <clears throat> right. So that convention did um, sort of well because they were because Hasbro was doing all their products at the same time, not just Transformers. Right. But Transformers was one of the most popular attractions that they had there oh was it right next to nerf really yeah star wars did okay well no i, I but i, I would have my guess would have been magic the gathering and and nerf that would have been my guess yeah nerf did nerf did for now yeah um, they always should have seen the layout they had out there for <clears throat> nerf they had you know the kids can get in uh, oh, they course. had like an arena type of course setup it sells nerf. itself dude yeah. yeah it was really nice yeah i got in that mug man it's just shooting <laughs> nerf guns it was it was that mm -hmm. it was that much mm -hmm. fun 
they did the um, that's and that's also the year they came out with that combo collector pack where they had uh, Transformers Visionaries, uh, all sorts of uh, all sorts of the, it was the um, it was the uh, Revolution line the uh, Revolution um, was that like the shared comic line that they had the shared universe yeah idea? okay yeah that's and they did the the toy kit and you know they came out with that people were excited they're gonna relaunch Mass right and, yeah. yeah they did all that <clears throat> um, but you know as as you already know that. You know, Time's that didn't old. do, yeah, that didn't do so well over time. Um, but getting back to um, Hascon, mm-hmm. um, Fun Publications, they took that away from him, but they didn't take the Joe thing away, which is why G.I. Joe had a very small presence at uh, Hascon that year. I mean, hmm. they had like a little booth for G.I. Joe and they were doing concept stuff. Interesting. And that's where, I'm, I'm, I'm <clears> in my <throat> belief that that's where they were doing they were thinking about the concept for gi joe classified mm. you know because the stuff that they had at the time it looked exactly like what they're doing right now gotcha. but it was a very small setup and they had like a like four people in this small booth right. outside the convention you know talking about it so um so as you know fun publication held on the joe con and when they did that a couple of years i can't remember if they're still doing it now but um but fast forward to now. Fast forward to 20, 2021. Uh-huh. Uh, Hanny buys a license for Bacon through, um, and you know, through Fun Fun, fun Publications. And well, it was open, so he bought it. Uh, he he meets uh, he meets a certain gentleman from uh, Fun Publications who formerly was Fun Publications, but he had ran his <clears> own <throat> show uh-huh. before. You know, yeah, uh, Robot Con or something. He's Robot Con. Right, right, right. He ran his own show. Pete had took on the merchandising license for Bicon, which was not owned by Hasbro. It mm-hmm. was owned by Fun Publications. Pete's company, Night Shining, took on the licensing for Bicon because they were diminishing everything. Right. So he took on all the product. So fast forward to um, Bicon 2022. The relationship between Agabus and Night Shining was Agabus is going to run the convention because they own the name. Uh, Night Shining at the time, he let them come on to sell their Bacon merch because it had Bacon's name on. He had the he had the license and all of that to it. So mm-hmm. he was coming on to just basically sell his merch. He had no input on how the show ran or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That was all Hanny. Mm-hmm. Hanny and, you know, his select couple of people that he had running different things, including me running the panels. Right. So, when everyone saw that Pete was involved with the convention, it caused them to, you know, rehash these stories that happened back in back in Fun Publications time where it was a cre- like a credit card The credit card thing. And, there was know, like some that. R- racial insensitive things. And let me, let me, let me, I've always been a believer that, you know, Facebook is a form of entertainment. It's a form of entertainment where, you know, you get on there and, you know, see a couple of things you laugh at. Mm-hmm. Like that. I've never treated facebook as a personal outlet you know what i mean right i'm telling my business you know Mm -hmm. if i'm going through something that day i'm telling everybody about like a diary exactly Mm -hmm. so pete had this pete had this thing where you know he likes to talk about everything that's going on in his life Mm -hmm. Uh, he has uh his his political view Mm -hmm. 
the thing that's going on with his kid and you know which I'm not privy to he's uh, you know uh, autism okay okay Okay. and you know there was a couple of instances where you know and then this is and this is a a a combination of and when I say social media I'm not talking about just Facebook I'm talking about Facebook Twitter Twitter I know he was a big Twitter guy yeah and you know was posting all of this stuff and with that when you're running a when you're when you're the face of a business, mm-hmm. they're going to tie it. They're going to tie that right. to it. Farm publications uh, diminished their relationship with you know Pete at the time. That's why he formed Night Shining and mm-hmm. took on the license and all that type of stuff. So Farm publications at that point was dead in mm-hmm. the water um, in regards to Transformers. So um, so to sell off. So because he bought all that stuff. He was trying to sell off all the merch and, you know, just do empty house, everything. Exactly. So, you know, with that being said, he, you know, joined up with Hanny to, you know, form that relationship where he wanted to just sell the product. And, you know, he didn't want anything to do with, you know, the planning and all that type. So he helped. He consulted. Mm -hmm. He consulted to say, you know, because, you know, you you consult with someone that had the experience in doing things. Right. Hanny had no experience experience in running a show. Right. And Such this dude that. has a ton of experience. He has the he has a store <clears throat> which he sells his merchant, which he sells merch. Sure. So he was getting advice from Pete, and you know, he's, you know, asking him, you know, what if we do this? And and then Pete's giving his, you know, his opinion on it. Um, and that's all it was. Mm-hmm. We ran into a problem. We ran into a couple of things during the show, particularly. Well, I'll speak to the problems that occurred with me um as you know i was running the panels you know exactly what i was doing right um came time for you know the all the voice actors to come in and do their thing and i'm getting the crowd ready and do all that Pete had this pension to come in and try to whisper in my ear advice on what to do um at that time we had a couple people recording Mm -hmm. the main thing that and he did not want to happen was he didn't want Pete's face being seen mm-hmm. on video <laughs> right. or streamed in any capacity. Right. Because each device of everything character. that was going on with Pete and what everybody thought about him, he didn't want that aura, right. that type of aura on BACON itself. Right. Because the, the idea is to show everyone that Bacon is not Hasbro. Bacon is not Fun Publications anymore. <clears throat> right. It is strictly run by Agabus, and we're trying to do something new with it. Right. So, with that being said, I got because I knew that was the that was the case. I got frustrated because he kept trying to talk to me while I'm trying to you know entertain and right. you know trying to get everything together. So, it caused me to you know almost kirk out you know and nobody's none of y'all have ever seen me mad or you know angry. No. Or anything like that, but it almost took me out of my element, and it almost ruined my, you know, my debut as a panel runner right. and all of that type stuff. Right, and the bigger like picture. A, I didn't want to. I didn't want to fuck it up. Right. And then have Hanny go. We're gonna go with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, but everything worked out. Um, everything worked out even better than I expected. Right. Um, hopefully it exceeded his expectations too. Mm-hmm. And my, my thing was, cause basically BACON 2022 was an audition for me. Mm-hmm. 
You know? Right, it right. Was, it was an audition for me to prove that I can do what I said I could do. Mm-hmm. 2023, I definitely got the job and we did even more. So we even <clears throat> we even excelled with everything we did last year. Right. And that's including Sean. Right. You know, he's got Sean, he's got Sean working on things now. We we're working we're working on things now. It's even that's be- even bigger and better than last year. Right. Hopefully we can pull it off. Yeah. Cuz there's some other things that are in the works right now that I really can't get into. Right. But, you know, I think it's going to I think it's going to pull off well um with us trying to do a uh 40 year anniversary of G1 Transformers and also this year is the 30th anniversary of the original Bacon. Oh, okay. Of the original Bacon show. So we're trying to do something. I can't say that, you know, right. we're going to try but to do I, something. Yeah, anybody could look at the, the stars on exactly, that. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, <clears throat> so we're looking, we're, we're very much looking forward to that. So to answer your question, what is my involvement with Bacon? I have no, um, I have no uh, financial stake. Mm-hmm. That's oh, perfect. I, well, <laughs> I, well, let me, let me, let me qualify that. Uh-huh. I have no majority financial stake when it comes to Bacon. I do have a I I do have a vested interest mm-hmm. in Bacon to be successful so I can do what I want to do. What is it that you want to do? So, in case y'all didn't know, I have a voice background. I have a voice uh voice acting background. Okay. Okay. Not a lot of people know that. No, I, I'm I, a I'm a trained voice. You got actor. a good voice. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, um, and a sharp hairline for 52, by the way. I'll give you that, too. <laughs> oh, really? You think yeah. So? yeah, I mean, look at mine. You know, you know what I mean? If, I, if I'm looking at yours, <laughs> it's a fuck. You know? <laughs> I appreciate that, bro. Yeah. Um, I'm, a, I'm a trained voice actor. And um, I've been trying to get What does that mean, trained? The, I've been formally trained. Um, like, is that in schooling uh, or is that? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. I've been formally trained. <clears throat> I've, you know, uh, taking, I've done classes. I've okay. Been, I've been given instruction professional instruction and to do voice acting so mm-hmm. um i don't have a resume so this is i've been trying to have a gateway to get into that particular uh, aspect of the business mm-hmm. so it get, it grants me the ability to meet certain people and be in be in certain places and all of that type of stuff gotcha. while at the same time showcasing my ability to perform right and to do other things like i've been doing mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, you know, I'm, I'm working constantly. Yeah. I'm working constantly. I have a regular job as most people that I want to do this do. I right. have a regular job as well. Of course, of course, um, of course. You know, shit. of course. Um, so, I'm supposed to be at work right now. Anyways. <laughs> hey, you don't have to say that. People don't know when this recording. Right, 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 right. Um, but, um. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> No, because you'd be surprised the hours I work. So uh, yeah, so that's my that's that's my whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's my whole thing, and I, I want to be successful as anyone does when they want to do something. So and you think I it's wanna, the networking that's got, that might put you in a better position from? Sure. Yeah, I mean, networking does does tremendous things for a lot of people. No, of course, it's all it's always all who you know. Exactly, you know, it's one hundred percent who you know. It's, it's, Unless you're fucking Michael Jordan or somebody, you know what I mean. Unless right. you're like the cream of the crop, exactly. It's, it's all who you know. Exactly, and then you know, yeah, I'm not there, but at the same time, I, I want to be in a position where I can, you know, I can thrive. Yeah, you know, as a person and as a as a person overall. 
Yeah. As a professional, I definitely want to get there. Working like you work with Eric B on like the third party stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. uh how, how does that how Oh, did, the uh the panel the Yeah, how does that relationship so, unfold? First of all, that's my dude. Of course. You know, um shout out to Eric, you know. Shout out to Eric, him. shout out to the realm. Um the beautiful thing about the realm is that we're a community in which we support each other mm. in everything that we do. Um I had uh we had a rough time getting organized at Bacon twenty two. And, you know, first of all, we had we encountered an issue where the um the product that we had to um put in displays and everything, it came late. Mm-hmm. It got shipped late. And then when it did ship late, it got shipped to another hotel that was literally the same hotel chain, but it was shipped to another hotel. We had to go get it. Murphy's Law. Okay. And then some of the items came in um, damaged. Uh, that X Transbot, we had that X Transbot hotspot at the time. Um, uh, Keith had sent the uh, the prototype, mm-hmm. um, but it came damaged, so we had to literally fix it, put it together using like uh, what we call um, um, alien alien tape <laughs> to put it together. Um, shout out to Eric B and shout out to uh, Jason who. Um, they had to work, they worked together to get everything done in the display cases so we can put them out on the floor and everything we had to get, uh, we didn't have any, um, slide decks, decks to show the, um, right, right, right. And all that. It was a, it was a freaking, that was a disaster because of it wasn't organized well. Mm -hmm. So. Eric came on cause I asked, I was like, yo, can you, um, I was like, can you help me? do such and such and such. And he was like, yeah, no problem. Right. And he had his whole family there. So his whole family was supposed to just enjoy the show. Sure. Was supposed to just have fun there and, you know, right. go out and see the sites. Cause you know, we were in Nashville. So, you know, it was a Eric lot will, of, Eric will put himself to work anywhere though. Like I, I will tell you that about yeah, it. Like, uh, he does. I remember at, uh, being at a wedding with him mm-hmm. and, you know, we're guests, uh-huh. you know, and look, when I host, I host, yeah. I work. Mm-hmm. When I guessed, I guessed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know. Uh Eric does not. Yeah. Eric is on full time. Like and he was setting up chairs and shit for my I was like, man, like I like, you know, you mm-hmm. better get you better get a thirty percent of somebody's check. Yep. That, but that's <laughs> the that's the caliber of a man and, a, and an individual that Eric B is. Yeah, for and sure. He is he's phenomenal in every sense of the matter. When it came to that day, I had asked Eric can he help me, you know, just do things. And then, you know, so before the show started, he would walk around with me and then, you know, he would ask, we would be asking Hanny about different things. When it came to the, that, um, the third party panel review reveal, I mean, he went in and was like, you know, just trying to do things. And I was trying to, and I was trying to do the panel itself, right? but we didn't get all the stuff in in time. In right. time. And what Eric did was just talk to the audience. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, while I'm working on this, can you just talk to him? Yeah. And he and that's what he did. Mm-hmm. And I saw he was doing that. And then, you know, he I basically just let, let him Eric work loose. Let, yeah. let, let him work. And then, you know, we had went to the reveal area where they revealed we had to do this whole um unveiling of the products and whatnot, you know, that he had talked about in the actual panel. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, everything that was successful in regards I- so, that. Shit. Fucking droid, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> no wonder that bitch didn't understand it. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, but no, Eric did a phenomenal job that whole weekend with yeah. us. And you know, dude, I, when I, I have him out for parties or gatherings now, mm-hmm. like when Laura and I are like handling logistics beforehand, because there's a lot of planning and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I always just say, look, just hold off on the floors and just we'll have Eric in a day early and just leave the vacuum out. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 oh, he gonna get you for that, yeah. He gonna get he, you. He knows I'm fucking around. <laughs> but yo, um, I'm actually usually irritated that he doesn't come in early because I'd like to show him around a bit. Okay, yeah, usually like a Friday guy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You come in a day early, I can really show you the town. You okay, know? okay, yeah. But anyway, but you know, like I said, he had his whole family there, and they did they did what they wanted to do. But you know, he was cutting himself away from his family. You know, right, right. He had his wife and his kids there. It was a, it was a family thing, but he was working. And I felt bad. <clears throat> yeah. About that, and um, you know that dude irons his clothes too, like on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Like that's I gotta give you. you know what I mean, that's a different level yeah. of dedication. I don't know anybody that that um, <laughs> irons uh, no sleeve shirts. By the way, I was just saying. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that weekend was just. It was it was incredible what you know he did what the other guys did and um, do you how do you get the slides and shit like do you does Hanny just send all that over to no, you or no, do you, well, are you the one doing correspondence for I'm all this the stuff? one doing correspondence no shit. but at the same uh, no not that year but Hanny had Hanny had reached out to a lot of people mm-hmm. but they didn't send us stuff so mm-hmm. we had to literally take pictures with our phones of the stuff that you know we were trying to show uh-huh. like I was up on the stage just trying to you know get all that stuff together so uh-huh. I could put it up on the big screen so right. everybody could see it. And then when we went down there, that's when everybody was able to see it in person. Right. Eric B. walked through that whole thing. Um, Eric B. studies. He's a he's a student of this. Uh-huh. And he knows he is very knowledgeable when it comes to the companies, yeah. the product and all that he can explain it. Mm-hmm. And he can explain it up and down, back and forth. Once he once he knows what it is. Right. And is able to look at it, study it and all that. And that's to his credit because he did all of that before we actually did that panel. That's why he was able to articulate it the way he did. And when that whole thing was over, I was just like, dude, this is, this is what you're doing. Right. This is what you're doing. Now he didn't know to the extent of what I was talking about, but 2023 came around the, the one thing that I did make sure I said, Eric B is running a third party panel from now on. Yeah. If we do a, if we do a BotCon and he can come out, he's going to do the third party panel. Mm-hmm. So every year, God willing. Yeah. If he and he agrees to it, his mm-hmm. wife agrees to it, he will be doing the pot. He will be doing a third party panel. You will see him doing everything. Last year, oh man, he was incredible. Him and Sean, um, we had a better response from the uh, companies this um, the last BotCon than we did in 2022 because we got to really just directly talk to them. They sent us slides. Right. Um, Sean got all the content, put it in a um, put it in a PowerPoint like you're supposed to. Um, and then Eric was able to, you know, he didn't even see it before he had to go live with it, but he did it like it was like he, he did it like he, he already saw it. And, you know, he explained, he was able to go through everything with it. Hmm. So I was just like, yo, this dude's a pro. Yeah. Yeah. He's a freaking pro. So yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, Eric B does all the, uh, third party stuff from now on. So yeah. Um, and as far as the rest of BotCon, you know, it's amazing because of, because of the realm's presence, present, the realm of collector's presence in uh-huh. uh, 2022, the realm got to do a lot of things at BotCon at 2023 that, you know, really put, really made 
Bakan as a as an entity notice. Mm. So shout out to the realm on that one, Chris, Dust, all of them that you know put things together. They they had their own panel last year, and <clears throat> they did it. Are you talking about you talking about Chris Pinkerton? Yeah. <laughs> shout out to the banana man yeah dude uh oh yeah the banana presence last year was incredible too <laughs> so, yeah i'm talking about his outfit that he wore oh my god he breaks him out he breaks him out ain't nothing like a chris pinkerton outfit um show but i appreciate you sharing all that yeah. um and giving us a little insight into it and i think a lot of our listener base is kind of interested in that sort of stuff so thanks mm-hmm. oh no problem um i'm gonna read all some of these golden globe winners Oh, um, best picture went to Oppenheimer. Uh huh. Not mad at that. I haven't seen it yet. Not mad at that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's just, it's just, uh, keeps, it just keeps Wait, was, that same Hold thing. on. Yeah. Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Was, maybe I saw a different type of clip. Was Matt Damon in that too? Uh, yeah. 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 yeah he yeah, was. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he so plays yeah, like I a know. military guy. And gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I saw the clip that he did and, um, that made me want to, I was like, yo, what is this movie? Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's good. I just bought it on. Uh, I just uh, um, I, on 4K. Uh, Damn. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try to. I try to support good movie making, man. Like I, I bought. If they put Tetris out, I'd buy that too. I, I bought the 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 three best movies that I saw last year, and I would buy. So number my number one is is uh tetris and my number two is oppenheimer and my number three is super mario brothers and my number four is uh, i want to dance with somebody but that i might be biased in that um Whitney Hughes? yeah okay um so uh, but i'm gonna buy that one too if, if i can okay. and um i haven't even seen that yet yeah uh, but i got uh, she has a special place in my heart like i'm I, oh yeah, yeah like, I'm, I'm, I'm it's a, everybody yeah answer. yeah if you didn't watch look if you did you watch the uh um the bobby brown story so i didn't watch the, the show version? But I no, not the, I'm not, no, yeah, not the show. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about the uh, the movie um, that they did. I saw highlight. I saw and, highlight. So I want to see the new edition movie. That yeah. was A and E. No, 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 no. That's BET. Was it BET that did? Yeah, BET did the new edition um, story okay. and the Bobby Brown story. Okay, all right. Because the yeah. Bobby Brown story followed right after the new edition story. So okay. you had to watch. You had to watch. Yeah, both. yeah. I would like to. I would like to. I don't. Yeah. Who has fucking cable anymore? I know, right? Um, but uh, it's an app though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, um, actually, I have a, well, it doesn't matter, but, but I, fucking Whitney Houston, like that, you're, you're, I'm lucky to have lived in a time to have heard that voice. Like that's a once every hundred year voice. That type of shit doesn't come around. You're, you know what I mean? Like you're, yeah. you're in a fortunate space yep. to have heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, best motion picture comedy went to Poor Things. Poor Things. I haven't seen it. Um, heard of it. Who's in it? No clue. Best motion motion picture. Why am I having a hard time with motion today? I keep saying motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, best motion picture animated is The Boy in the Heron. Never seen that. Nope. Cinematic and box office achievement went to Barbie, which I guess makes sense. Barbie, yeah. Um, best motion picture. Oh, non-English. I'm not going to read that one because I'm just embarrassed myself. Um, best performance by a male actor was uh, Cillian Murphy in Oppenheimer. I mean, mm-hmm. uh Female actor was Lily Gladstone in Killers of the Flower Moon. 
and for a comedy, I heard that was a phenomenal movie. I haven't seen it. Me either. (laughs) (laughs) Best performance by a female actor uh, in a musical or comedy was uh, Emma Stone in Poor Things. Okay. Uh, uh, Oh, so she was in that. Male actor was Paul Giamatti in The Holdovers. He's a good actor. Um, Male actor in a supporting role was Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer. Damn, Oppenheimer cleaned the fuck up. Robert RDJ was in Oppenheimer? Mm -hmm. Dude, I got to see this movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Supporting actress was... uh, Divine Joy Randolph in The Holdovers. Uh, Best Director was Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. Uh, Screenplay was uh, Anatomy of a Fall. I haven't seen that either. Okay. Uh, Original score went to Oppenheimer. Television series went to Succession on HBO. I have started watching that. Mm -hmm. Um, Musical or comedy television series went to The Bear. Uh, The Bear. Yeah, it's on FX. Beef from Netflix was the best televised limited series. Okay. Um, Sarah Snook, who wrote Succession, or she acted in Succession, was her female actor. And then it goes on. I don't need to do the TV shit. Um, But yeah, sounds like some pretty good. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I gotta, dang, I gotta catch Oppenheimer now. Yeah, dude. Oppenheimer. That shit's good, man. Yeah. Um, All right. And then we have, let's see if there's anything else worth mentioning on. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if Oppenheimer uh, hit streaming services yet. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I know he gets he gets weird about that shit. Nolan does. Nolan, yeah. You know about like how his movies are watched. You know, like mm-hmm. he gets, uh, which I respect. I respect that shit. He's like, no, I'm not having that shit on Netflix. Yeah, no. Yeah. You know, you're not just gonna fucking pay fifteen dollars a month and watch what the fuck I put my blood, sweat, and tears into. Like, well, I guess it. I guess it depends on. Um, the age of it too because if uh, a few years have passed maybe he's not going to care because um all of the batman joints are on netflix now are they yeah and um and some of it might be just got on and some of it might be outside of his his control control, you know it might be a warner brothers thing or whatever Probably, probably um there's also this thing with uh disney with mickey mouse have you seen that uh, I've heard a couple of things. Is it related? Is it also related to what's going on with Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. Okay. So, so everybody thought it wasn't going to happen, which is the interesting thing that Disney was going to find some loophole mm-hmm. and get out of it. But yeah. uh, they fucking lost it. Like they fucking lost it. It's it's not wow. Mickey Mouse capital M. It's specifically like the Steamboat Willie representation of Mickey yeah. Mouse. Uh-huh. But that shit is public domain now. Fucking public domain. Yep. And 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 it's it's. I used to debate this type of stuff with Adam a lot, Mm -hmm. um, because like there's there's the argument right like, you know, if you create something, shouldn't you just own it? Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, but like, I don't know if you should own it forever. I don't think you should own it forever. Like, if you think about Disney's success, right? Um, Disney's success is built on things they didn't create. Snow White, Sleeping Beauty. Cinderella, okay. fuck, you know what I mean? Like they're only able to do those things because they're public domain. Mm. You know, I think you should own it for a period of time where you should be the main benefactor of all that shit. Mm. But at a certain point, man, that shit has to become part of the the people. You know, I mean, if you originated it, did I say that right? Originated it? Yes. Let's I, go with it. Yeah. If you did that, then yeah, you should own it because Forever? It, it's your for a thousand I mean, years. Well, his there's a there's a thing called legacy, mm-hmm. 
And there's a thing called family as well, which, you know, your family has to be taken care of. You don't think Disney has made enough money with Mickey Mouse to to protect their great, 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 great grandchildren? That's my point. Surely. It's like there's, there's, there's got it. There should be a window. I'm all about, I'm all about saying they shouldn't own it, but they should still benefit from it. No. I mean, well. You don't think they should benefit from it anymore? Well, it depends, right? So like. So they don't benefit from Steamboat Willie anymore. Mm-hmm. Unless it's Steamboat Willie, so they still—that's theirs. If anybody, if you get Disney Plus and you watch Steamboat Willie, or if you went to HBO or um, Disney's YouTube page and watched Steamboat Willie, mm-hmm. you know they're going to get a portion of that, and that's still theirs. Mm-hmm. But the 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 character is you right now. You could make a horror movie about Steamboat Willie. Mm-hmm. You know, you could make a comedy about Steamboat Willie. You could do a whole movie about Steamboat Willie, the Mickey Mouse, yeah. auditioning for the role of Steamboat Willie, trying to get the first animated job. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think there is, I like, I, I think there should be a window on that shit, man. Like, I think, and I, and Disney's been the one to keep pushing it back. It was supposed to be far less. Mm. I think it was originally like 25 years or something that it's all yours. And then after 25 years, it opens up. Wow. And Disney okay. kept pushing it back. And every time the copyright law has been changed, mm-hmm. it's been because of fucking Mickey Mouse. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. That's a, that's that's incredible. Yeah. So, so soon we're going to get a Dis- we're going to get a uh, Mickey Mouse horror movie. Well, like yeah, so with Winnie the Pooh. But like, but but here's the thing is like they didn't do it this time or they couldn't do it this time. So that now that sets a precedent. Mm. Right. So like, I don't know what year Steamboat Willie is, but I want to say it was in the 30s. 28? I don't know. Let's say 28. Let's say 28. Let's go with it for the sake of what I'm getting ready to say. Superman's 38. Mm -hmm. So in 10 years, Superman gets open. Mm. Okay. And then people can start doing stuff with Superman. And will you get the ridiculous shit like Blood and Honey from Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. Yeah, you will. Mm -hmm. But you'll also get, hopefully, you you know, you'll get fucking Snow White. You know, you'll get that too. You know, which becomes... Beloved in in, in, Snow White in the strip club. (laughs) Well, no, but I mean, you think about like, I only know Snow White because of that Disney movie. Sure. So if they didn't take somebody else's shit Mm -hmm. and redo it, Mm -hmm. it would have been probably lost. It would still be available, but it wouldn't be as much in the public mind as everybody knows Snow White. Everybody knows the Apple. It's just like Betty Boop. Mm hmm. Betty Boop. Boop, 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 you know, you know who Betty Boop. Of is, course, you know it's just like you know everybody knows who Betty Boop is, but nobody's capitalizing on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you know it's Betty Boop. Ice Spice went her they, Halloween. I don't know if, if you saw they that. Kept but it up was with great. it. The who? Ice Spice. Ice Spice. Look up Ice Spice Betty Boop when you get a chance. Really? And thank me later. Gotcha. All right. Um, but yeah, she like I think that. If you create something as, as kind of timeless as, as Mickey Mouse, mm-hmm. right? You, sh- with the amount of money that Mickey Mouse has generated, your family should be probably good forever. Absolutely. But you shouldn't own it forever. Because you take like a... Oh, this is perfect. This is perfect. Okay, so take take Batman, right? I was getting ready to use Batman. So Batman is created... Bob Kane. Kind of, right? Like, uh, yeah, he did. I heard he did have a, <laughs> he did, had a little bit of an yeah. okie doke. Yeah, but like, but let's just go with it, right? It's, and that's why, actually, if you watch Batman shit now, it says created by Bob Kane and the mm-hmm. other guy who I never can remember, right? Um, but he's the guy that actually did it, right? But 
let's say that Bob Kane, and it wasn't because he it was owned by D- DC and blah 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 blah. But let's say that Bob Kane owned DC, that that was how it went. So yes, Bob Kane created Batman, mm-hmm. but Bob Kane didn't create the Batman that I love. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Neil Adams, uh, you know, Frank Miller, yeah. uh, you know, Jeff Loeb, like these are the people, Tim Sale, these are the people that created the Batman that I love. Yeah. But they're not going to eat off that shit the same way that Bob Kane ate off that shit. You know what exactly. I mean? And that's why I think that shit should get opened up because more people come along and touch these characters and and move them forward and make them who they are than just the person that created them. And it allows people to do kind of... um entertaining shit you know it allows them to do like um not entertaining is the wrong word uh it allows people to push and like you know because you might own like bob let's hypothetical yep. bob kane owns batman and he's like batman will never uh, hit a girl mm-hmm. he won't do it mm-hmm. that's my character and he won't hit a girl yep. and then you have a comic book that comes along where he punches the shit out of poison ivy and it's a great fucking book Mm. right that's only stuff like that's only able to happen if motherfuckers let go yes you know what i mean yes um anyway i digress let me see what else i got here uh jeffrey i'm literally getting ready to use that bob that bob kane batman (laughs) yeah 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 um what do you think about the epstein list getting published (laughs) hey i can't wait to i can't wait to see certain people on this list that's been talking shit all this time. I'm talking about politicians mm-hmm. right, right now. So, well, you um, know what's funny? It's like, so it's like, it's like fucking a hundred and some people, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's like, it's 150 people or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the list is out. It's out. Anybody can read it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And either people haven't, I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. so I haven't either, but even either people haven't read it or the list isn't that shocking. Because the only people they're talking about is Stephen Hawking and Bill Clinton, right? But how would you? Okay, here, here was here was my thing with that. Yeah, why would you not think Bill Clinton was on that list? Why would you be in shock? Why would anybody be in shock about Bill agreed Clinton being on agreed? Because you know he gives was, it up. when he, when they said when they said Bill Clinton, I was like, eh. when I heard Stephen Hawking, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? And the memes oh. and shit have been. Uh, yeah, yeah, adding, yeah. Oh baby, oh baby, you know, like all that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was floored when I heard that. I was like, Nah, y'all bullshit. Stephen Hawkins in what capacity? Yeah, in what capacity? Yeah, so, was he? I even mean, that, they're they're ones? they're implying sexual. Okay, but well, you know, he wasn't always. To be fair, it was a degenerative disease. You know, okay. so he did have a. There was a decline. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know at what point he traveled to the. You know, but I mean no, the the memes have been great. Yeah, um, I want to. So, and of course, we knew Trump was on there. That, that he's not on we, there. What do you mean he's not on there? He's, he's not on pictures there. with him and everything. Never went to the island. Never went Get to the, the island. In fact, it says specifically in there that he didn't go. Like that's shocking. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I was floored. I don't believe that, man. And, you know, either he covered his tracks real well. Or that's yo, yeah. I, I, it it's like uh, it was actually like a, a lot of people found it shocking. Um, Ain't no way in the world, man. It's. Okay. I was actually well, su- I was surprised that it is. I was surprised that like there was other names like big iconic stars and shit that I was like, oh, this is probably gonna he's probably gonna be on there and like they weren't, you know, or or 
with the stars because I haven't looked into all of it. I, I perused Twitter because that's where you find the sort of uh, sludge. Mm. And um, and yeah, so I saw the highlights of like you know Stephen Hawking's that Trump wasn't on there, that Bill Clinton was, that this, 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 this. But like I was like, man, there must not be a whole ton of important people mm. if this is who we're talking about, right? Here's my thing with that list. Mm. My thing is, yeah, you know, you know, there are some famous people that are going to be on that list. But is that going to change your perspective of that person based on the things that they're doing now? Really think about that. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah, there's there's uh, certain people that you got to look at to say, okay, these people are c- controlling. These people, these people are involved in things and they make decisions about my, they make decisions based on what's going on in my life and it's going to be detrimental and I'm trusting these people to make these particular decisions. Now, did I, now that I know this, do I still trust them to make those same decisions? Yeah. I mean, it depends how you think. And then here's, here's where I'm... If, if we're talking about kids, and that's where it gets... Right. That's the fuck. That's up. what I'm saying. Um, and they said that Stephen Hawking likes some young. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, who... I, I, I would dare say, you know, people that... People that are in the spotlight, whether it be from Hollywood celebrities mm-hmm. or politicians, mm-hmm. um, I'm willing to bet that a good 65 percent, and that's a large mm-hmm. percentage, 65 percent of those people are in that. Are some goofy shit. Yeah. Uh, so, that goofy so, shit. So, 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 like, you know, did you see, like, this Cat Williams shit that's been going around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's airing shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, he putting everything. Well... And at the I, I watched well. First of all, just just I want to qualify that I watched the entire I watched the entire interview. So I haven't seen the entire the entire thing. I've so, just seen a lot of the highlight highlight. Yeah, reels. and that's the thing you got to watch. I, I want to definitely watch the entire. I want thing to because I learned I learned some things on there that um, I had to look at my own life to see to say, okay, what am I doing? Okay. Is this is this something that I'm dealing with as well? Like what? Give me something. so. When I I, I was raised to believe certain things, mm. you know. Cat grew up in a um, he he his his family was uh, um, um, Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh huh. And I didn't was, know that he was he was um, raised to have certain beliefs and you know to do different things until he walked out of his home at the age of 12, 12, 13 mm-hmm. and, you know, basically left home. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, some would classify that, you know, when you're that young, some would classify you as a runaway mm-hmm. in that situation. For sure. But the way he classified it is he just left. Mm-hmm. Um, he left while he was at odds with his dad. He made a decision. You relate to that a bit? He, huh? You relate to that a bit? Well, this last conversation that we had last time that you were here, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. So it was just like, you know, he had it. He had it. Him and his dad had differences because of how smart he was. Mm-hmm. He, him and his dad had differences on how life is mm-hmm. and what those beliefs are as a Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. So he chose to, you know, he chose to leave home at the age of uh, 13. I think it was 13. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just take care of himself. He, right. he, he was home. He was homeless in a sense that, you know, he didn't have a home <clears throat> right. to sleep in, right. you know, but he was taken care of. Um, he did odd jobs to, you know, raise and, you know, he stayed smart. As a matter of fact, 
he was getting accepted into colleges before the age of 12. Because, mm-hmm. and that's why, he, and that's him saying, uh, that's him qualifying of how smart he is. Right. Because he does a lot of book reading and all that. Mm. Um, so you learn, you learn all of that. And um, you start thinking about how, how you came up and what you could have did. And if you were in that similar situation, would you have actually done it? Yeah. First a lot of, of balls. All, first of all, um, I would, I would also qualify to say that my dad wasn't going to put up with that shit. You know, my dad was a basic, was basically a, he's a hard worker, you know, and you know, we grew up Baptist. We grew up Baptist. Um, my mother is a, my mother was a minister. Oh, no and, shit. Yeah. Yeah. My mother's a minister. And my dad did. See, we don't allow that type of nonsense in Catholic. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I definitely know that. But um, my mother, my mother has always, my entire life, she's been a minister. Mm-hmm. Um, she, when she passed, she was a uh, certified apostle. Mm-hmm. And um, we grew up believing the things that she taught us. You know, my dad later came into the fold because my dad wasn't. It wasn't uh, about that life mm-hmm. all his life. My dad's a street dude, <clears throat> you know. If you get to if you get to know my dad, my you know, my dad is a street dude. He's been part. Of, he's been part of the streets pretty much all his life. Hmm. When he met my mom, he changes. He changes. My mom changed his life. Mm-hmm. And fixed, that's fixed but now he wasn't. Now when they met, she wasn't a minister mm-hmm. either. So when they decided that, you know, they wanted to do certain things, they wanted to, um, because they, in, in their lives, they, they lived, they both lived in broken homes. Mm-hmm. So they were determined that when they got together, when they would decide they wanted to raise a family, this, this home was not going to be broken. They were going to do everything possible that they could to make sure that their kids were raised properly. Mm-hmm. Um, when, my dad finally came into going to, he wanted to go to church with us and all that. It was a result of him losing his job. And he thought that he was, he thought he was done. He's been on the job for close, close to like, uh, 16, 17 years. Uh-huh. You know, when you've been on a job that long, that's basically, your, you, you're not thinking about anything else. My right. dad was a sky cap for uh, Dallas airport. Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, I never, I, I will never fly and not use the sky cap. It's <laughs> yeah. the fucking best way to go. Yes, yes. Fucking break them off right, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you'll never have a fucking issue. There you go. I, I always see people like on the other end, like, where's my, where's my, I've never, I mean, knock on wood, obviously, but dude, that, I'm always taken care of. Yeah. You know, now I, I treat them right. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I treat them right, but I- They make crazy money. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, t- and tips a lot. Yeah, I feel like if you care about your shit, uh, it's the way to go. <laughs> my dad used to, you know, uh, in his room, he used to have this box that he put all his tip money in. Mm-hmm. And you would have thought that he was gathering money to go to strip clubs. That's how many ones <laughs> yeah. were actually in that daggone box. And, you know, he would show me the box and everything. He said, yeah, that's just my tip money. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that's what's up. I usually I, do. I, I flex. I do 20 a bag. Let me tell you what I did when I was... Uh, I, uh, 13 8th grade mm-hmm. I took a wad of his money mm-hmm. rolled it up put rubber bands around it and I took it to school he didn't even know mm-hmm. I took it to school and flexed I was I was literally showing people wads of, showing my friends wads of cash I'm about that life baby right 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 and, you know it's like yo I said yo 
this school shit I don't mean shit to me. <laughs> I make money. <laughs> right, you know? right, right. I was fronting like shit. Yeah, right. it was it was crazy until and I did that for like three days straight. Uh-huh. Until he needed to do, to do something with that money or go put it in the bank or something, notice that it was missing. And he came and I was getting ready to leave school, had that wad in my pocket, big bulge. bulge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went out of my pocket and he and he I just happened to walk past him in the hallway, getting ready to go downstairs and get ready to go outside to walk to school. And he was like, What's that in your pocket? I was like, nothing. This is uh, you know, nothing. And I knew I wanted to say, is it just, you know, napkins for my nose? Uh-huh. I was gonna say that, but right. I didn't say it. I was like, I was so caught up right. in the fact that I got literally two hundred dollars in ones in my pocket right now mm-hmm. that belongs to him and he don't know it. My ass is grass. Right. So he's like, let me see what's in your pocket. And so uh I slowly took it out by yep. Where you get that money? Now, I already told you, he already knew of money course, was missing. Of course. I didn't know that he knew. Right. So here comes some bullshit. But here, here's my lie beater. I was like, okay, so what lie am I gonna tell right. in regards to, you know, me having this money? Uh it's a homeless dude gave it to me. And, you know, he wanted me to hold it for him. That's a terrible and lie, dude. Dude, it was the most <laughs> it was the grimiest lie any kid could ever think about, yo. <laughs> So we already got that. We so we basically got down. He he whooped my ass. Yeah. And then he, you know He deserved it. Yeah. Though. Oh yeah, I yeah. deserved that yeah. shit. Yeah. Greatly, man. It was just like, yo. Uh my dad the way my dad tells his story to that day is funny. Cause he makes it funny. Cause right. he knows it's like, you know, that's that's what he does. But right. he knows we we both learned something in of that course. whole situation. Of course. I um, learned that I learned that stealing is wrong. And he learned that don't be showing, don't be, you know, showing my, you know, don't be flashing stuff because right, you right. never know. Yeah. You know, so. Let, let me, uh, I do want to play this. But one. I, I say, I, I preface that, you know, to the Cat Williams situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I preface that to say, you know, his father didn't, you know, even though he was as smart as he was, his father should have sat him down to teach him disciplines in a sense that, you know, your family at the end of the day is the important aspect of your life. Yeah. You walk in, you don't walk out on your family. You know, if your family's been good to you, despite the arguments, despite despite the differences and all that, right. Respect those differences and cultivate it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, that's what you got to do. I agree. His, his father didn't cultivate his knowledge of what he, his brain Mm -hmm. and what he knew. Yeah, he was. If he's getting, if he's that smart and getting accepted into colleges that early in life, <clears throat> right? That's something you cultivate, of course. You know, so he his father felt his father failed him in that aspect, and everything that he, everything that he tells in that whole interview, mm-hmm. it's basically him living his life and learning and learning along the way mm-hmm. on his own, yeah, without the direction or the guidance. Of an of a older male figure to, you know, to streamline all that right. for him. So put the bumpers up. Yeah, and then you know, with him, all the stories. I don't know. I don't know if all the stories that he told about the different comedians or different people. I don't know if they're true or not. Yeah, you know? me neither. He knows that, and certain and certain others know that. I mean, there, a lot of it. That, it's, a lot of it's a lot of it's showing its true colors. Sure. Like, you know, and and a lot of the comedians have responded, mm-hmm. but nobody's responded. Like with heat, right? 
which makes me feel like mm, they don't want it. Mm-hmm. They they're don't want it. They're responding but like, yeah, I mean, here's my some, perspective and, of it. And, and I think some of the it. stuff they're saying about him is probably true. Like, you know, like, look, they offered this guy four roles. He turned down four roles and they right. offered to me. What am I supposed to like? You know what I mean? What, what are we supposed to do? Exactly. Like, um, I think that that's probably true. Some of them are saying like, you know, like he had a reputation of being late and shit like that. Like, I can see it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. he was definitely at the height of his stardom with like when he came out to like the uh, hustling, hustling, like mm-hmm. all that era. Like he was on his dick. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, yep. so like I can see that being true. Sure. Um, but I think that a lot of what he had to say was true, too. Yeah. Yeah, I do want to play one of my my favorite my favorite bits from it. Okay, it's him talking uh, about uh, Chris Tucker, and he was oh. and he was talking about Chris Tucker uh, was friends with Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. and Michael Jackson wanted to call him Christmas. Yeah, so I'm going to play the clip of Chris Tucker mm-hmm. talking about it. Okay, and then the Cat Williams. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, shit, that's not it. Hold on, right here. Michael was so cool, man. Michael changed my name. I didn't even say nothing. He started calling me Christmas and shit. First, I didn't know who he was talking about. I didn't know who he was talking to. He was like, hey, Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Michael talking to? (laughs) I'm talking to you. (laughs) Talking to you. Your name sounds like Christmas. It's beautiful, Chris. Reminds me of Christmas. Christmas trees, <laughs> presents, <laughs> fireplaces. It's beautiful, Chris. You should keep it, Chris. You convinced me. I'm like, do sound kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now here's Cat. Here's Cat. Chris Tucker didn't want to be the poster child for smoking weed. He don't right. smoke weed like right. that. Right. He in the church. He Michael Jackson's best friend. Christmas. Michael Jackson called him Christmas. You ever met a man that gave you a little nickname like that? No. Mm-mm, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my motherfucking mind when I saw that shit. Um, uh, but, it's, but it's true though. You know when you're when when you have a Michael Jackson in your life, you know they basically tell you who you are. Yeah. You know, and you don't even you don't even dispute it. Yeah, but pe- and people don't understand, especially people like now, like young kids and shit. They don't understand the the star power of somebody like Michael Jackson mm-hmm. or fucking Elvis or the Beatle or some shit. Like where like yeah. where they walk into a room and people just right. pass out. Mm-hmm. They just they can't handle it. They can't handle breathing the same air as another motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, um, did you see the Jonathan Majors interview? This is my last no. question before we go to... Wait, oh, wait. Hold on. Which one? It was... Uh, so I only saw one. It was with a young lady. A young lady. No, was, no, no. I, I heard about... I haven't <clears throat> seen that one yet. So uh, let me say this. This has been a roller coaster ride for me. Yeah. The At Jonathan first, Majors issue? Yes. Okay. At first, I was on his side. Mm-hmm. Because I have mother issues and I tend to not believe women. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But then I saw the text message that uh, his lawyer, Jonathan Major's lawyer, Mm -hmm. wanted to use in court to prove his innocence. Mm -hmm. And that shit looked guilty, like some guilty text messaging shit to me. Okay. So then I said here on this platform, I was like, I don't know. Because because his lawyer, I I said, I think on here, my, my quote was, I don't think that's doing what you think it's doing. Right. Then I saw the video footage. And then I was like, of the, uh, of the, the chase, the, chase, the high speed chase yeah, on yeah, foot. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, shit, I'm back on his side. Yeah. Then I saw this interview. He fucking definitely hurt that girl. There's no fucking doubt <laughs> about mean, it. There's no fucking doubt about it. The, the, the part that got me the most was when they're showing, they're showing pictures of her injuries. Right. Mm. Um, and they're like, how do you think she got these? And he's like, I don't know. 
And as I soon mean, as as soon as he look, said that, I was like, oh, "You're full of shit, dude. You're full of shit." So let me let me let me. Uh, I feel like about to cry. Damn, you you want to? You need a break? No, because <laughs> I don't know how I want to tell this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, for the interest of education, I'm going to tell this. Okay. I was married. Yes. You know, yes. you know, you know. I do I know. Was married a yep. long time ago. And um, my ex, God bless her, but at the same time, fuck her. My um my my experience with my ex, you know, it was. I mean, I was I was cool. We were cool, and yeah. it was great and everything. Yeah, we've been in situations where I was made to look like I abused her. Mm-hmm. Okay, first and foremost, I have never put my hands on any woman, mm-hmm. any woman. You know, I have been raised to understand how that situation works, mm-hmm. how women work. Mm-hmm. You know, my father, the entire time I've known him has never put his hands on my mom, mm-hmm. you know, never even yelled her way mm-hmm. that I've never seen one argument they had in front of each other. Mm-hmm. You know? And from my old, and my older brother, he's 10 years older than I am. Mm-hmm. He's seen them argue about things, but it wasn't really detrimental mm-hmm. or anything like that. They just had like arguments or whatever. It's right. like arguments. Right. And I mean, he would describe them and you would classify them as, oh man, they just, you know, they just mad about something. And yeah, I, I told you I like it when it says some part. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I grew up around that. I grew up around people that, you know, didn't display those type of behaviors. Mm-hmm. So I know how that works. Mm-hmm. I've seen how anger works. Mm-hmm. So when me and her would get into situations, it's always, I'm going to call the police on you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell, I'm, you know, you better stop. You better stop. You, don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. I'm like, I'm not yelling. Sometimes when I talk loud, it sounds like I'm yelling. Yeah. But, you know, it's, I'm not yelling. I'm just trying to convey a point. Yeah. Sometimes so, I'm, sometimes I am yelling, but I'm not yelling because I'm angry, which is right. hard for people to understand. Exactly. Is And for men in general, yeah. we are tagged with that mm. because we, we're, we're tagged with because we're yelling because we're yelling with angry and right. we're shouting and all right. that. But sometimes it's our normal voice and we're just trying to be. <clears throat> well, no, I'm yelling, but well, I'm not yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in control of my emotions. I'm just right. pa- I'm so passionate. I'm doing it now. Right. I'm doing it fucking now. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? But I'm not yeah. angry at you. I'm not angry mm-hmm. at the situation. I'm just fucking talking about it. Exactly. And as I get to talk and I get to raise in my fucking voice, but I'm right. not angry. Right. It's, you know, now. In this situation, in this, there's been a couple of situations where we were involved in heavy discussion, mm-hmm. and you know, I would, you know, she would sometimes she would go to hit me, mm-hmm. and then I'll block it. I like right. grab her hands, sure. and I'll, you know, right hold her and everything, and like stop being mad, stop being mad, stop being mad. Now, mind you, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't a saint, you right, know, in my marriage the entire time, right. You know, and- I was, I was. You know, and I feel where you're going with this right now. And I say that to say this with the whole Jonathan Major situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we understand and know that there was something that happened. Mm-hmm. But at to what point? Well, I got did this. Get- this is my this is my trump card to that. Right. Mm-hmm. You just said like you you would you would keep her. You would uh, prevent mm-hmm. her from hitting you and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you did that. Right. And her wrist was bruised. 
from that. Right. And somebody asks you, how do you think your wrist got bruised? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I don't know. Yeah. You're full of shit. Yeah, because you know what you Correct. know what happened. It could, that, that, it could be it, something that's innocent, and that's, and that's, and that's what I restraining her. And I and that's what I think is adjacent to what happened here. I don't think he was some kind of monster, Mm-mm. but I think he did hurt her. Yes. in the in the process of what was going on, and then right. when he gets on camera and tries to act like he has no idea what the fuck happened, that's where I'm like, okay, mother, right. you're a full of shit. Instead of explaining the yeah, situation like, yeah, for what it is, up and I tried. Who doesn't understand? He, that? He's the one that called the cops. He tried to run away. All exactly. those things, and 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 all those things, I think are 100 percent legit, mm-hmm. but. You're fucking lying here, you know. And when you fucking lie, it's it's lying and stealing, dude. It's the fucking worst. Well, I mean, rape probably is the worst. Uh, well, but, <laughs> I mean, but you know wrong I mean? is wrong. So lying, lying and stealing though, as a as like a, a character thing. Yeah. It's like as soon as you do that, you lose credibility, and once you lose credibility, it's all out the fucking window. Yep. You yep. know. So, <clears throat> but yeah, with that whole situation, I I didn't know I didn't know what to think about that. It was just like okay, I think y'all was, talking to y'all y'all y'all. They they got they got people uh, with this situation telling this situation and they don't understand mm. they truly don't understand that scenario of what's going on mm-hmm. you know you have to be able to think about stuff like that mm-hmm. what really could have happened but at the same time to your point mm-hmm. he should have just really just said what said it, it was out with it people are human who doesn't understand people that? understand being human exactly you know if you relate to people's humanity mm-hmm. they understand mm-hmm. but when you try to get up there and I don't know how she got from exactly it, it, no, and you do know yeah you do know instead of just saying something because you know, he could have been cleared he could have been cleared of this whole thing if he had just told the truth well in the more like heinous or more serious charges he didn't get hit with you know, but the the ones he got hit with, he probably deserved them. Right. You know. Um, so a couple of questions and then we'll, we'll right. be on our way. Um, uh, numero uno. This is from, let me make sure, Astartes Pete. He says, hello. Hope you had a great Christmas and New Year. Um, and I hope he, I had a great birthday. I have bad news for you. I did not. Oh, Yeah. How was your birthday? Uh, it was uh, the worst one of my life, I think. What? Uh, one of the worst ones of my life. Oh, yeah. no. For real? Yeah. I, mean, not, I can't say it was one of the worst ones of my life, but it was it was not good. Um, okay. But uh, I had one great thing where I really wanted to do this specific podcast. Okay. I'd been wanting to do it for some time. Okay. But it required a lot of time. Mm. And my wife did it with me and my oldest did it with me mm. six hours and 40 minutes. Wow. You know, but it was one. It was one that I had been wanting to do. You know, okay, and I did it. Um, I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, it's uh, so I. So to be fair and just to be honest, it is. It's a separate purchase. It's okay. it's on it's on the Patreon. If you go to the, the shops tab, yeah, it's a separate purchase. And the only reason why it's a separate purchase is because of the time you put into it. Well, not not even not even. It's it's really just how special and precious that shit is to me. And I just can't stand the idea of somebody scrolling past it. Gotcha. Like okay. either you want it or you don't. And that's okay. and it's no hard no no hard feelings on my end. Right. The the joy for me was doing it in the first place. Right. You know? And if you pay for it, you took the time. You you're, yeah. you're invested in yeah, it. You exactly. Take the time to exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right. Gotcha. Um so uh he said, uh, would love to hear your opinion on this. I lost my mom to cancer during the height of COVID. I'm sorry for your loss. And since my dad, nearly seventy, has had a couple of on off relationships, good for fucking him though, not for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um my view is as long as he's looking after himself, he should live his life and he can find happiness where he does yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. um his latest fling with let's call her doris 
seems like a specific name, Astartes P, but we'll go with it, has been controversial to say the least. Mm-hmm. Doris is younger than me. Mm. I'm a middle child in his early 40s. She's uh, she's a diagnosed alcoholic, had her kids removed by social services, and is in and out of rehab. Just before Christmas, my dad asked to visit and said he'd like to bring her. Now, I've not met Doris. My sister and her hubby refused to have her in the house after their first meeting. My older brother said his wife despises her and doesn't ever want to see her again. Uh, They said he's not his cup of tea. He gets on with everyone, so this is a damning statement that's brother of his. Um, Given her glowing reviews, I politely declined her visiting us, but said my dad was more than welcome. When he did come up, he was a bit disappointed and told me he lied about why she couldn't come, which speaks volumes to me. Paraphrasing Bobby, I'm only putting energy into things I'll get positive energy out of. If she happens to be at my dad's when I'm next there, then whatever. But I'm not interested in her being in my home, around my family, and don't have the slightest interest in getting to know her. Am I being too hard? Um, my, my opinion, and I, I don't get, you know, your family, your business, bro, you know, but my opinion, I take people's opinion of other people seriously. I, I, I note it. I file it away. I cat, you know, like if somebody's like, Hey man, I saw, you know, so-and-so was thinking about coming over here, but he stole from me. Mm. You know, I'm going to take note of that. I'm going to watch him like a hawk. I'm going to, but I always form my opinions of people based on my interactions with them. Yes. Um, which is which is the only way that I know how to stay fair. And also, uh, it, it ties back to a personal thing of mine where I, when I was going through my introductory, um, you know, ye, you know, six months period in, into my profession, mm-hmm. I had a horrible reputation, and people spoke about me like I was just the worst thing that ever, worst thing that ever picked up a, a mopping stick. What? Um, and then within a year, everybody realized like, oh, that shit ain't true. He's a mm-hmm. fucking good guy. Like yeah. you know, um, but it's only if you're willing to give me a fresh start. You know what I mean? And not go off somebody else's word. So my personal opinion is to give her a chance and if you and then if you find that everything that your siblings who, whose opinions you should trust and you should respect and if you find that they're synonymous they line, they line up they're parallel well then now you know okay. now you know it's hands off don't fuck with her you know um and then my only other thing is in, in, in regards to being concerned with your father in it is like i don't know what your relationship is with your father i know that i couldn't do this with mine but i wish i could um is make you know make sure his affairs are in order yeah you know, yeah. and if his if his affairs are in order, sling it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Live, live, live you know, be, be sling it. Yeah. Get it out there. You know, yeah. but if your affairs aren't in order, you got to square that up. Truly, you know, truly. My um, dang, dang, he's touching me on the fields now. <laughs> um, I lost my mom during COVID, uh, April second, twenty twenty. Um, sorry, man, cancer, and um. When my dad, to watch my dad go through that whole situation, it was it was truly heartbreaking because my mom was my dad's world. And right. He, she he didn't do nothing without her, and it was like you know he's not going to do anything. You know he's waiting on her to you know because my mom took care of him and you know right. you know me qualify that my my dad's no invalid or anything like that. <clears throat> it's just right. That, you know that's how deep that love mm-hmm. was, and you know. When she when she passed, you know, 
And I remember him saying this at her funeral. She said, he said, I am never going to find another woman like Betty Bixby. Mm. And I'm not, and it is not my desire to try to find her. And then he walked off. He walked off the podium as if he just did a mic drop. Yeah. And, you know, to this day, he still, he still feels the same way. Now, I talked to my siblings about the whole thing. What if, you know, dad wanted, what if, what if dad wanted, you know, get out there and, you know, mm-hmm. shake his groove thing or whatever, you yeah. know? they like, okay. Yeah. He deserve it. Absolutely. You know? But at the same time, they understand. I mean, his choice. It's his choice. Yeah. So I had to really think about that. And I was just like, you know what? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Because he, he deserves to be happy and he deserves his form of happiness. Mm-hmm. Now, I would like to hope that he would be mindful enough of who he was with and not be with and not be with a downgraded version of her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to this this guy's situation, mm-hmm. you know, I get it, but at the same time, there was something about there was something about this young this young lady mm. that he saw that he wanted to tap into, whether maybe it be maybe her personality, whether it be her you know her presence, whether it be her ass, mm-hmm. it, it could be one of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would actually I would if you if you if you're that concerned about it and that invested into you know trying to make sure that he's happy you need to have that conversation with them. Mm. You need to be honest with him. Mm. You need to be able to, you know, say to him, dad, I love you. I understand where you're at right now. And, you know, I've, <clears throat> I, you're a grown man. Mm-hmm. I'm a grown man, but this is your life. But here is my concern. Mm-hmm. Here is what, here's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, she's this, she's that, she's that. I don't know what you see in her or what you're trying to do, whether this is just some fly-by-night thing, Mm -hmm. but please make that clear to the people that actually love you. And are in for the long haul. And and, and invested into your life. This person don't sound like she is invested in your life. She's invested. She's got got a number of... She's invested in a, but in a in a way that we're not gonna like. Right. Uh, it's funny. Um, say this real quick, and, and then I move on. Like I, I think that um, if I, if I out leg, yeah, go for it. But <sighs> if I outlive my wife, there is no God. Um, I understand. But uh, if if that happened to be the case, I would never settle back down again. Me either. Um, it wouldn't be fair to the girl. Mm. There's no way that anybody could ever measure up in yeah. the same way. There's too much of a relationship there. Truly. But I'm going to get out there and sling this fucking thing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, long as we not bullshitting. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that's, that's the thing. Next question. Paul C., we're currently in the land of nerd milk and honey. We're also spoiled by nerd content uh, now that instead of being grateful for what we have like we did in the past, we're over-scrutinized everything and judge like nerds. We are the cause of our own demise. Would you rather be in the old world or our world now um so i mean i i i, I disagree with i mean i uh, I, I disagree like i think that he's right in the sense that um there's a we are in the land of milk and honey right now sure um but i don't think it's because of that that's causing the over criticizing the scrutinizing i think it's because like if you're a corner store derek yeah 
and you offer shout out to Bodegas. <laughs> yeah. And you <laughs> offer three brands of milk, right? Uh-huh. They better be fucking good. Mm-hmm. They better be fucking good. Sure. Because that's all you got. Right? Mm-hmm. But when you start having fucking 50 brands of milk, mm-hmm. you're going to lose something. And I think that's what's happened is that, like, it's not because we have so much. There was a time where we had a fuck ton and it was operating at a very high caliber. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, it's like the batons have been passed to other people that I think just don't get it in the same way. And then, and then there's the, and then there's the leeches, the people that see, oh wait, they're making money. What fucking, what franchise is still up for sale that yeah. we can get a hold of? Right. And right. they don't care about it. They just see the buck. Right. Is my opinion. I don't think it's because there's so much, like, I don't think this stuff is of the same caliber. Yeah. That's why it's being scrutinized. Well, uh, you say uh, we're living, he says we're living in the land of milk and honey. I want to disagree with that. We're living in the land of silver and gold where everything has got a it got a um, denominational amount to it. It's it's got no soul. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean? It's all about the dollar. It's all about you know, because in the in collecting now, it's it's absolutely it's absolutely insane. It's getting more expensive the further we get along, mm-hmm. and it's it's got no uh, it's got no real value to you. Mm-hmm. You know me. When I get things now, it's because I, I I like it, I want it, but at the same time, I'm also looking at that dollar sign, and I'm just like, do I really want it that bad? Yeah. You know what what is making me, what is going to cause me to actually make that sacrifice, potentially go broke because of something that I like? You know, I don't want to. I don't want to put that. I don't want to put that type of energy and investment in just something that I like. I want to put it in something <clears throat> that I love. And if you're Constantly, like for example, how many, how many constructor cons do we need right now? Right, right. You know, how many fucking constructor cons? Do, how many? Uh, you know, at what point do we say no? We don't need no more. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know? I, I don't think we do because I think that people. It's just like because people are competing. The, well, and it, and, it, and, it's, and it's people. Nowadays. People just want to buy the new thing. Right. I say this with fans' toys. When you talk about soul. Mm. Fans Toys has lost its soul. No, they they've been lost. I don't you know, I would dare I would dare say they never had one. See, I think Quake Wave they, and that shit like that, like that shit has soul. That shit is theirs. That's their shockwave. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? This like I was just looking at their air raid, because I'm drawing these aerial uh-huh. bots. Oh yeah. I was just looking at their air raid today and uh-huh. I was like, man, this thing is just fucking cookie cutter. There <laughs> is no soul in this shit. You yeah. know? Cause I, you know, I look at these companies and the, and the things that they kick out. You know, they're just they're just kicking them out, kicking them out, kicking them out. Even and I dare say, and you know, some people gonna be mad. You know, uh, every company that we have out right now doing stuff is not thinking about what that what that piece actually is. Mm-hmm. And they're just kicking them out. They're, yeah. they're not they're not really <clears throat> sitting down. Agreed with the, thinking about the character and the. I agree. Right. They're not, they don't care. All they want to, all they do is like, you know, our main, our, our main five, Optimus, Bumblebee, yeah. uh, Grimlock, Megatron, Soundwave, Soundwave Starscream. Starscream. That's it. Those, that's all they, you know, that's all they care about. And they care about, and they can make the shittiest figure ever, ever. Yeah. 
to one and then someone else will love it. As long as somebody loves it, they'll make that shit and then, you know, they'll put it in a box and call it pretty and charge you $200 for it. Mm-hmm. I think know? if you think about like, um, if you look at like what we were talking earlier, if you look at like um, that Punisher, that first season of The Punisher mm-hmm. and then compare that to The Mandalorian, don't fucking mm-hmm. talk to me about soul. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. like, it, it's like this one is purely merchandising, marketing, fucking like it's just it's just that it's yeah. it's and like you said, silver and gold. I think that's a good one. I also think like sugar and cocaine. Mm. You know, it's like it's like these quick yeah. little highs and right. then on to the next thing. It's exactly. not it's not meant to last. It's not meant to hold you over like a sandwich. You know, I want the sandwich. Yeah, I you want know? The, I want the sa- look. I don't want just a sandwich. I want the entire meal. I want the sandwich. I want the chips. I want the I yeah. want the drink. With Dude, I want still, to totally be satisfied by that. I still have portions of my appetite satisfied by Winter Soldier. I still have portions of my appetite satisfied by uh, Man of Steel. I still have mm-hmm. portions of my appetite satisfied by Rogue One. I st- mm-hmm. like you know like so like that stuff sticks and the stuff it's it, there's always been stuff that doesn't stick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But now nothing is sticking. And I think it's a I think it's a caliber issue. I don't think it's us being spoiled. Of course we're spoiled, but I'll tell you, we're getting ready to not be because the money is suffering. Miss the Marvels fucking suffered, mm-hmm. Aquaman fucking suffered, Blue Beetle fucking suffered. It's all suffering. Mm-hmm. So like it's going to change. It's because they're listening to people that don't matter. I agree. It's you know, stop listening to people that's just trying to make money. Yeah. You know, we went we we talked about that whole thing with um uh, Thor: Love and Thunder being directed by a you know shit piece type type <laughs> yeah yeah you know, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I'm talking about yeah. who didn't care about who didn't care about the movie itself or the concept or the you know says what it. it was whatsoever openly he literally says it. said it yeah you know and that's what's the, and that and that's what's the problem you know we getting all these people that's involved in these projects that we love so much and they don't care about the invested time that we put into that particular character and the particular story in general Agreed. and they make these shit products that don't make a lick of sense whatsoever for them to make or to even be involved in put somebody in there that's actually caring about it Zack Snyder when he did the <clears throat> um, director's the, the director's cut of Justice League yep. yo before I saw that I didn't like that movie right of course I didn't like that. I Trash, hated that awful. movie. But when I saw that, when I saw that cut, I it's like there it is. There's the soul. Here's how good that movie was. That movie was four hours long. Yeah. I didn't feel like I watched four hours of a movie. At all. At all. I was totally invested in that movie from beginning to end. Yeah. From the last from the last credit scene to when the credit the last credit rolled up, I was involved in that movie. That just that, I, and that, that's what I miss about these movies I right 100% now because agree. they don't have no back to talking about soul. Yeah, they don't have that. Yeah, I agree. You know, so when when are we, when are we going to get that back? Who knows? I don't know. This whole this whole when, when, when enough with, money is lost. Well, here, and here's the thing: we're losing we're losing people that can put that can portray these characters mm-hmm. because of you know. They're f- because of these companies' false sense of purity. The fuck are you? The, the fuck are you firing Jonathan Majors for over this shit? No, I know? agree with that too. Well, I agree with that too. Like, it's, why, 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 why is that? A, why is that? A, this, this whole a, cancel a, culture shit yeah, is I stupid. I agree. It's stupid. You know, it's not like he took a life. The, the way they treated the way they treat him in this situation is like they he killed that girl. And you know they got to and they, they got to pay for her funeral. I 100% agree. You know what I'm saying? I 100% agree. Not so. like <clears throat> it almost seems like every judgment is either like 
like you cut their head off mm-hmm. or you put them in a mansion. Exactly. There's no like slap on the wrist anymore. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, you hey, know? you fucked up. Pay right. your penance and then let's get on with it. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. The way they did, because in comparison to what they did with uh, the dude that played Flash. So, look, I can I can, I can can go in on a deep dive on this too, but yeah. I, uh, but we're, we're oh, at yeah, the two yeah, hour yeah, and 30, yeah. 30 minute mark. My bad. My bad. Um, okay. <clears throat> but like, all right, good day, Nerd Rage crew. So, so it's a skeleton crew here today. Okay. He says, uh, some weird questions. Your thoughts on circumcision? Um, mm. <laughs> Glad I got it when I was a baby. <laughs> yeah, me too. I don't know nothing about that shit. <laughs> so here, here, here's my thoughts. Um, I talk about this all the time. I'm glad that I didn't have boys. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. Not, you know, not, not that I don't ever consider it or wish mm-hmm. that I had, of course, but like, mm-hmm. um, I, I used to dread this decision for me. Okay. So I'm circumcised. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm happy that I'm circumcised. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think when they created circumcision, there was a need for it. And yeah. now there's not. Now it's okay. mutilation. Oh. Do you know what I mean? I and really it, thought about that. So like, I'm like, man, like, do I put my kid through this trauma at a day old or whatever. And like, of course you don't remember it. I don't remember it, mm-hmm. but you don't know what that shit does to you. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I'm glad I didn't have to make the decision. I think that there's, you know, there is like, there's, if you want to, if you want to look into it a lot, there is like, there's a higher risk of certain type of cancers. If you have your certain, but I mean, it's the, the risk is so minuscule. Yeah. It's like, okay. You know, I'm definitely, I would definitely smoke more cigarettes than it would have caused a problem. Do you know what I mean? Gotcha. Um, but, but like, I, I think that, it's not necessary anymore. Mm-hmm. It is mutilation. It's probably fucked up, but I'm glad my dick looks pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. To mine, not yours. Yeah. You know. yeah. Pause. Anyway. <laughs> um, he said, uh, when you pee standing up, is it rude to make the pee hitting the water sound? Yes. I, I, I guess so. Is, it also, it's the splash. Hold on. I'm going to tell you a story. All right. So... Predator mm-hmm. just came out on t- on um, VHS. Okay, we go to the we're going video. back. Yeah, okay, going to the uh, video store, rent the joint, gonna come home, watch it with the family. I go, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. Close and go to the bathroom. The bathroom is in, the living room is right here, but mm-hmm. the bathroom is right there. Mm-hmm. I go to the bathroom, close the door. I'm peeing. All of a sudden, I hear. Boy, hit the rim of that toilet. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then, so, I didn't understand that at the time. Mm-hmm. But my dad pulled me, you know, he. I, I came back in the room. Don't nobody want to hear you pee. That's funny. Don't nobody want to hear you pee. You pee on the side of that toilet when you got people around you. That's funny. I was like, and, and again, I'm confused. But literally... As when I'm now, I have I have two boys. I have two boys, two girls. Mm-hmm. I literally experienced my son doing that, and I unconsciously did the same, same thing. thing. And it was like so. That's to some that's considered rude because so, if you got a female in the room, you don't want them. You so don't. my dad told me to hit the rim because the splash creates more of a mess. Like you keep it okay. clean, you keep the toilet cleaner by pissing on the fucking rim. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. that was like his thing. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, uh, he said uh, when playing with your balls, are they clean shaven or do you wash your hands after? God damn, who is this? <laughs> this is from uh, Ken. 
Kent. So I'll answer. I Kent, uh, my my, my hey, balls. Kent, if you ever see me at a convention, don't shake my hand, <laughs> please. My balls are uh, my balls are shaved. <laughs> um, he said uh, he has a question for Joey. I'm going to read it just in case Joey listens to this and he can answer next week. Otherwise, okay. you can resubmit the question. He said, "My wife and I are headed to Japan this year for the first time. We are going to the Taylor Swifter concert. Really? Mm. The other days uh, we have planned for Tokyo Look. Disney. Yeah, no shit." <laughs> um, uh, we are only staying in Tokyo. Tokyo, see Disney, Universal, but have extra three days. What do you suggest we do in the Tokyo area? So Joe, hit him up uh, or resubmit, Ken. Uh, and then he says, uh, thank you guys for all you do. Bobby, I really enjoy your content. The Kitchen Table and now the guy I know. Uh, please keep up the fantastic work. I joined the voice chat but wasn't sure if everybody's mic is automatically muted because I tried to chime in, but it seemed no one heard me. Yours might have been. I don't know. Does Laura mediate or anything? Uh, Laura does overlook the chat. But just she only mutes people if she has to, mm. and you know what I mean. If it's like if somebody doesn't realize their dog is barking in the background and is mm. coming through, like she'll mute them. Right. Um, but she doesn't really. She, she just keeps an eye on the chat for me, really, to yeah. see if I got to answer anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you talking about on the Zoom call? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, I do appreciate the feedback on the uh, the kitchen table and uh, uh, I, the, the the I know a guy because like the I know a guy segment. Man, I've got a guy coming yeah. out here in February. Okay. Who sold? I heard the one with your brother, man. That was deep, right? That was deep. you know. And but this guy, I he sold drugs, uh, and now he's like, I don't want to give away all the story, okay. but okay. he's far removed from that life. But he was he was the real deal, yeah. And um, his success story for one is inspiring, um, but for two, some of the things that he has in his past regarding how Baltimore City police uh, tactics they would use, mm-hmm. you wouldn't fucking believe. Wow, you wouldn't fucking believe it like i'm talking about like night vision like tactical black paint their faces black and hide in shadows like ninjas like wow insane stories so he's coming out next month and i'm actually meeting with a uh, another guy this month to do one i have a whole lot lined up and actually i'm now i'm excited about it related to this six hour and 40 minute pod Mm -hmm. if you know about that um, I have more podcasts coming specifically about that era in Baltimore and that time and, um, and people that, that took part in it, mm-hmm. um, that are like, uh, I think will be entertaining. Okay. Uh, like, uh, they should be, they should be really good. I'm going to set up a whole separate show for it. Wow, Some of this nice. stuff will begin to overlap a bit. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, um, but for the most part, there'll be three separate shows. Gotcha. I know a guy, whatever I call this new thing, and uh, you know the kitchen table. Gotcha. But I'm glad right. because the kitchen table and the I know a guy are the more recent ones. Mm-hmm. But they 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 have a really good response. Like people have like really taken to them, mm. which I'm grateful. I'm very grateful for. All right. Because I get tired of talking about fucking toys all the time. Uh yeah. <laughs> I bet um, you, do. <laughs> you know, and uh, let me make sure that that is is that uh thank you guys again. You make my commute easier. Uh, your biggest fan stand, Ken. Just kidding Ken um, thank you Ken I appreciate it I really do um, you have no idea because I and and real quick just anybody who's on the page <laughs> to anybody who is on the Patreon like um, I do appreciate the comments because um, it is how I gauge the success because I can't a lot of that stuff I can't gauge whether or not it's working or not you know whether or not people like it or not mm-hmm. um, so I do appreciate the comments and specifically with the kitchen table uh, I always forward those comments to the guests that we had, and uh, it, it goes very far in lining up more guests because the positive word about it spread. So uh, 
please comment on those if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, shout out to the rest of the Nerve Age crew who couldn't be here today, Joey and Chris. Also, shout out to Phil on uh, Twitter and on our notes. Shout out to Dante on Facebook. Shout out to Ricky Tiki Timber on the videos. And Derek, thank you, man, for coming through. I, I, didn't, I didn't know we were going to have enough. We're sitting out here two hours and 42 minutes. Great conversation. Uh, Fucking thoroughly it, enjoyed man. it. You, you're you a lifesaver because if it wasn't you, it, was, it wasn't the show. Yeah, okay. Well, you I know? appreciate you having me, man. You so know, thank I appreciate you. us hanging out, you know. And I love you, when we hang out. And you, I do too. And we'll be hanging out here shortly. Not too long. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, you're on podcast as well. I am. Uh, I am on. Uh, the, if you visit the uh, Realm Hatton channel on YouTube, mm-hmm. you'll see me on the Realm Hatton Project, which airs every other Friday. Uh, we actually have a show this week, um, and I am also on our pop up shows, which is uh, Right Out the Box mm-hmm. and Do You Even Transform, Bro? There you go. All right. So check them out there. Uh, otherwise, what do you got? Uh, onomatopoeia. <laughs> Tight dick player. <laughs>